0: Thank you, thank you, gentlemen and guns. Come coming My dad's a slacker for not doing the last bird cast But if you have any complaints, here's a good idea it. This is the bird cast Okay,
1: there we go <laughs> Alright, we should be recording yeah. Alright, so um, where, what meeting do you just have? Do you want any wine? I had the me- no, I'm off the sauce. For how
2: long? Is it might like be a fucking permanent thing. Seriously? Maybe. What happened?
1: I'm just not getting anything done, man. I turned uh-huh. 40 this year. You turned 40? I will. In what? July. I just turned 40. Uh, yes, we are recording. 23 seconds. Perfect. Um, I turned 40 in November. Yeah. You turned 40? God, I thought you were so and, fucking uh, younger than me.
2: No, we're the same age, man. Well, I mean, I'm talking. whatever, eight months younger yeah. than you
1: or something. I want, I'm want. i dying to talk to you about – I'm dying to tell you the rumor of who I have in your you as being in my head. Uh-huh. Like, you know how, like, when you're – by the way, I'm sitting with Brendan Walsh. I'm fucking so bad at this podcasting shit. That, so-
2: yeah, that's what I hear. I listen to a few of them. I mean, I listen to, like, you know, I don't know how far you get into those, like, eight-minute stops. Is that – Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> First of all, like I just found this new system levelator that l- gets my levels because uh-huh. before I brought Tripoli in here, and uh-huh. I don't know how many cups of coffee he had, but he was yeah. like, <laughs> god!" Like he's on stage at the yeah, comedy yeah, store. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this balances it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It takes all your levels and puts it all even, so everyone uh-huh. sounds the same.
2: Oh, that's good. I don't know yeah. anything about this technical shit. I don't. Really? On my podcast, Randy takes care of it all. So, really? Yeah, yeah. We we have a pretty nice setup, actually. You could you know it's not that uh expensive to get like you know like those arms with the you know how they have at the ice yeah, house but, and then, stuff?
1: but then but then it
2: gives like uh, but then I, you're staring just, at it all day, like you're.
1: Yeah. Then I got a fucking podcasting thing in my man cave, yeah. and everyone's like, uh, "Don't get me wrong." When they asked like themes of the man cave, like when they first came mm-hmm. out to do the design, they were like, "What do you want?" And I actually thought, "What if I had the ultimate?" I didn't even have a podcast yet. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even done a podcast yet. Yeah. I'd even been on like Rogan's yet. Yeah. And I was like, "What if I had the ultimate podcasting studio?" Yeah. Now in retrospect, I wish I'd fucking done that. Are no, this is off. dope. But yeah, if
2: this is the place where you're going to come and chill and stuff too, you don't want to feel like you're sitting in a fucking morning radio.
1: Yeah, it's DJ fine. Just team. have. I mean, it's kind of subtle in the back, you don't really like see it, so wait, what were we talking right about right before that um while well, you were talking about. How awful your
2: podcast is! Oh yeah, how bad and it is! Sam Tripoli yelling. Oh, Tripoli
1: yelling at the levels. No, I've been dying to fucking talk. Oh, you're you're forty. So well, funny. almost. So I don't how, know. Should we be advertising that? I live in Hollywood. Yeah, who gives a shit? I'm forty. Forties <laughs> are fucking. You know what I had? I had a meeting. I'm thirty nine. I had a meeting with July. my new agency. I left yeah. my old agency. I Went to my new agency, and they said the greatest thing I've ever fucking heard. They're like. You just turned forty. You're like coming up on your real voice as a comedian. Like you're really hitting your money. You're you're coming up to that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, think about it. Bill Burr, Louis, fucking Seinfeld, all the greats didn't hit their stride until mid forties. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be a fucking I do never want to. He
2: was his show was on when he was in his thirties.
1: Yeah, but it was the eighties, so that was when forty was really (laughs) thirty (laughs) five.
0: All right. So,
1: so like, I feel like, I feel like we're, I feel like we're definitely coming into our stride. Now, here's what I've, this has been the thing I've been dying to talk to you about for how long. So like, how long have I known you? Maybe, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Just a couple of years or a few years. I have known of you Mm -hmm. for about 10 years.
2: Yeah, same here. I mean, we've circled the same kind of... uh... But
1: but you had, like, a legend about you. Mm -hmm. There was, like, a lure that came before you even got to L.A. when you were in Austin. Uh Uh-huh. That, like, in the MySpace days, because (laughs) you were in, like, Doug Stanhope's top ten or top Uh eight. Okay. And then, you know how... I don't know. Did you... Oh, right,
2: yeah, the top... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot (laughs) about
1: that. (laughs) Then I'm going to really wrap myself out for being the total fucking cunt that I am because Mm. I, I... there, there was, and it's not there now. Only because I've fucking made big strides to not accentuate this part of my personality. Uh-huh. And I'm sure that this rides in every fucking. But like, there was definitely a keeping up with the Joneses of where a comic oh, yeah. was versus how many friends he had on MySpace versus yeah. who he knew, who he worked with, what circles, what clicks. Mm-hmm. Like, there were like, there were like solid clicks, and Stanhope in the MySpace days especially, yeah. was this click of, like, fucking great comics. Mm-hmm. That the, and a few psychos. A few, <laughs> I fucking worked with one one yeah. weekend. I don't know what his name was, but he was one of the guys that was Stan yeah. Ho's buddy. And I remember him telling me, like, I forget, I was talking about my act and what, and he was like, oh, I snorted cocaine on stage live. Yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? I
2: mean, I don't want what, to start what, some it, throwing it, names around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's like, I got like a twelve-year-old. I got a fucking. <laughs>
2: I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, I worked yeah, with yeah.
1: him one weekend. He was a fun guy to party. Andy, with. right? Yeah, Andy Andrus? Yeah, yeah. He was a fun guy to party. Yeah, with. Yeah, I had a great, great time. Yeah, but uh, but it's it so funny because when there's a comic that like that people know of but mm-hmm. they don't know, yeah, they almost become exponentially better. Oh, right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they're fucking insane. Sean yeah. Rouse was another one, yeah. Sean Rouse got this reputation of biting, he motherfuckers. lives up to that, he, yeah, yeah, he does, yeah. he does, but you do too. But, but mm-hmm. Sean Rouse came with this fucking legend, yeah, of like he was like this crippled Lenny Bruce who just <laughs> bit motherfuckers on the neck nonstop. and you couldn't get too close to him yeah. because he was fucking he had a wild smile, and there was the yeah. picture of him getting hot put into an ambulance. That's right, that's it when he.
2: Was, what, did he, what happened? I think he fell... Is that when he fell on the stairs? Either way, he's such a liability. Well, I don't Whatever know. Whatever
1: happened to fucking Sean Rouse? He's I fucking I saw him last night.
2: Or not last night. Uh, Thursday or Friday, I did a set and he was there.
1: Really? Is he still doing stand-up? Yeah. He took some time off, right?
2: He's, you know, he's got a lot of fucking physical problems. Like yeah. He just got his knees replaced, so God that's... Uh,
1: that is a fucking... That's, that's a,
2: good, though. Last yeah. uh, I went to, me and Henry Phillips drove to Doug's, to Stanhopes for for... Um, Super Bowl? Maybe it was the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was probably the Super Bowl last year or the year before. And um, Rouse, like, I mean, f- for him to get from this chair to that door, which is, you know, what, 12 feet away, yeah. if that... No exaggeration, it would probably take him to get out the door and off your patio about almost ten minutes. Really? I mean, it was like he couldn't walk; like his God knees damn it. were. That fucking... is
1: almost a fucking sin. That's almost a crime that that could happen to a dude. Yeah, but it was it was amazing. He, he, such he a nice is.
2: guy. Blackout, drunk, biting people on the face in bars. I <laughs> mean.
1: Yeah, I mean... Why, God? Maybe, maybe God was like, let's slow him down for a little bit.
2: We'll give him a brilliant comedic <laughs> mind, but we're going to Hawking's the fuck we're out gonna, of his body. A brilliant comedic
1: <laughs> mind. He was, man... I remember I remember him... I remember him getting the lineup on Hollywood Improv the first time I ever got to mm. meet the guy. And his name it was like me, him, Daniel Tosh, and Zach Galifianakis were mm. the lineup. I mean, what a fucking monster lineup. I brought my mm. wife. Yeah. I was like, you gotta see... She'd never seen Zach. She didn't find Zach funny at all. She <laughs> literally... Did not even giggle at Zach's material. Mm-hmm. The only thing she laughed at his last joke of the set was, uh, was um, well, you know, it's time to do laundry when you get out of the shower and dry off with a shoe. <laughs> she laughed, and she was like, okay. And then Tosh went up and just made fun of me. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't even do a set. She's going, oh, oh, I'm Bert. Oh. No one laughed, but he yeah. thought it was funny. Yeah. And then he did some material, but didn't. And then Sean Rouse went up, and I was so blown away by his meticulousness yeah. of, like, of sincere, sincere stage presence.
2: Oh yeah, he's at the show that we did on Friday. It was like you know, it wasn't at a club. It was at that uh, Hollywood Hotel, the the old Ramada show that they used to do on Vermont. Yeah. I don't know if you ever did that. No, um, it's like a, it's it's a, it's a fine show. It's a nice venue, but it's you know, there's people drinking and talking and stuff. And but when Sean goes up, it's like he's so doesn't feed into the energy of the room. It's like he'll well. I'm looking at a TV. Like, it's just uh, such a, like, doesn't change. You know, he's not going to raise his voice to fucking get people's attention. It's just like this slow, methodical. uh, It's like a, he's like a Dexter of comedy. Like, where it's just, he just gets in there and then eviscerates the fucking crowd.
1: That is the... He, he really is someone I, I hope that whatever... Such you know, a brilliant whatever. dark He's mind. so fucking good. I fucking... Yeah. Him and then uh, and then he had this legend because Attell mm-hmm. liked him too. And then you uh, came you came out to LA. You guys were all in Austin or in Texas. Cause I remember Bob Biggerstaff was all friends with you guys. Mm-hmm. And Bob Biggerstaff used to speak legends about how great you guys were. And I was mm-hmm. like... So like I'm talking about, I'm headlining. I'm fucking just head kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking... St- Broke as shit living in Hollywood and I just all I see are these posting pictures of you guys partying your dick off. <laughs> and I remember being so jealous, being like, fuck. And like yeah. the dude I think the dude I was touring with was sober at the time and uh, like when I was featuring and it was just like I was like fuck and then I went and I saw you uh the first time I ever saw you do stand up was at the Laugh Factory. Okay. You just moved out to LA, I want to say.
2: Maybe or it might have been right. But yeah, I was coming out for stuff. For the year or two leading up to me moving out, but. and
1: I came in, and I, I it was a dead crowd. I think I was doing a set there too, mm-hmm. and you did your Gene Hackman joke, uh-huh. <laughs> and I fucking and I bit, I bit hard as fuck. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I was like,
0: holy shit, Gene Hackman. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: Motherfucker Gene Hackman like, I can't believe it He's he's young Because Gene Hackman Like this doesn't This is totally I'm a fucking non-sequitur But Gene Hackman Defined my success As an entertainer In Hollywood uh-huh. Because he didn't Start getting famous Until he was 50 yeah, So yeah. I always hung my hat On yeah, Gene yeah, Hackman yeah, yeah. And like If he can do it I can do it yeah, So yeah. like he was my Me and my buddy Obi Our fucking guy Was Gene Hackman We're yeah. like Hey at least we'll have Gene Hackman's career yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was so upset I wanted to go call my buddy Obi, and as i'm walking out of the door to call call obie you're like didn't realize what a big gene hackman fan you were until now and i fucking lost it and i wanted to go up on stage after you and all i could think about was fucking gene hackman. how
2: your world just got rocked by the false like, death oh,
1: there's <laughs> only two comics that have ever done that to me where i can't stop thinking about their joke while yeah. i'm on stage it's <laughs> you and that that kid with the the, the kid with the, um not down syndrome but uh he's an autistic dude that does stand up really autistic. fucking funny yeah, um, a guy asked me if I wanted to go to the movies the other day, or I asked my friend if he wanted to go to the movies, and he said I can't. I've got to polish my robot. Just uh, tell me you don't want to be fucking friends with me. What's that guy's name? Like John, John Paul, uh, Jean, Jean Paul? Shit, I don't. I don't know. Some dude, man. He's funny as fuck. Yeah, funny as shit. Very, very. There's some, obviously. I, mean, I don't. I hated to rat him out. Like he's a dude with autism. <laughs> Maybe he's doing a, a bit. Like yeah. maybe it's a bit, but I don't think it is. Yeah, yeah. All I know is that him and Eddie F almost kind a of fist fight one time. Holy shit! Whatever this guy's name is, it's like uh, James Earl Jones or John Earl Ray or it's one three named dude. Um, he's got a bowl cut and he's he's all Doesn't ring a bell. Right.
2: I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just blanking.
1: But no. yeah, so so that was like that was like you you I think consistently have been the definition of the dude who I. Like, uh, you know, like you knew of well before you ever knew. Yeah, And then you were also the definition of the dude. And Ari Shapiro and I talk about this a lot. The guy that I was like, all you have to be is nice to someone and then you can be friends with them as opposed to uh, you've been in this secret competition with mm-hmm. how great their careers are and how shitty yours is. Yeah. And then letting that spill into the first time you meet them.
2: That's, that's something that, uh, yeah, you just have to fucking learn at some point. Yeah. Uh, unless you're a guy who you know one of these success stories out here where it's like oh yeah he did four open mics when he was 24 and now he's on a NBC show or whatever like donald glover <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh- I'm
1: joking. By the way, his I'm material joking. is
2: amazing. If you've ever seen him on stage, it's amazing stuff. Such so true. Really, I haven't oh, seen good. him. I was just saying what I, you know what yeah. I heard. Oh man, DG. I,
1: I've, uh, never, I've For the record, everyone, I said one thing about Tom Green last week, and everyone's like, "Fuck you, say that to his face." I was like, <laughs> I didn't even say anything bad. No, I, Donald Glover is a very sweet. I guy. bet you
2: we could sit here and talk shit about Donald Glover for three hours, and you won't get one fucking email. <laughs>
1: and that's nothing against
2: i i am friends with donald
1: he seems like a nice guy he seems like a nice up guy but so i just he just he just has been extremely successful at such a young age you like there's a lot of guys like that
2: and and you can't that's i mean i went through that phase i started late with how old you started coming i was almost 30 i was 29 when i started and i I
1: started late i started at 26
2: yeah if i had it to do over i would have fucking dropped out of high school when i was 15 and started
1: If I had it to do over, I'd be
2: dead by now from fucking drug overdose, but yeah. my folks would have nice houses.
1: I would have, you know, banged you up a ton Philly? of supermodels. Yeah. I've never, I do not see that. No. I see you getting tortured in Philly.
2: I, well, you know what? It's, I've changed quite a bit. Like, I lived in Austin for 11 years. Yeah. Uh, after Phil, well, I left Philly right out of, well, I got a job at a bank in philly right out of high school mm-hmm. and just fucked off there got fired uh, within a year and um was like well you know i don't want to do that anymore and just started traveling just went like lived in ireland for a while lived in oregon for a while I you
1: slayed pussy in ireland
2: oh good irish girls don't let you fuck them what this was 96 uh, uh, yeah. playboy was just legalized there Really? the year pla- Yeah, I- Ireland's a
1: very religious fucking country I almost fucked a girl from Ireland in, when I was in Scotland yeah and Patrice O'Neill was in the there were really thin walls mm-hmm. and Patrice O'Neill, O'Neill was in the middle room like the middle living room we did, yeah. our, my, our bedrooms were two wings of this really tiny living room yeah. and I mean I'm telling you nothing went sketchy at all she was definitely drunk yeah. and she had been crying when I met her but, <laughs> in, the, <laughs> but in the middle of, of like hooking up she started crying and going, started going I'm an old maid I'm gonna uh, die an old maid and I yeah. heard Patrice's fucking cackle <laughs> cause he could hear it yeah yeah and I was fucking ugh but yeah so you were an. Irish. well armor. they
2: I mean yeah I did not across the board but it's like there was uh, I mean yeah I didn't I didn't slay a lot of Irish pussy there I mean I did you know I had fun I was 22 or 21 22 oh,
1: and, f- uh, and you have no and did you go to college
2: I dabbled I went to Penn State for a year and like Philadelphia Community College for like. A so then, so you're 22. You have no fucking, you have no nothing. You just get to go nothing. Out. No, I just go. Lived no. in Amsterdam for a while. Lived in oh. Ireland, um, and then uh, that's what I would do. I would leave Philly and go somewhere. Like I lived in Oregon for uh, less than a year, and would be like, okay, I get it. This is this place is great. I'm gonna go back to Philly. See what's going on there. And go back to Philly. Everybody's exactly where you fucking left them. Doing exactly the same thing. Nothing against Philly or anything. No, no. It's any place. It's any place you go. And uh, so I'm like, okay. So I'd hang out in Philly for a few, you know, for a a month or two. And I'd be like, all right. Well, everything's the same here. I'm going to go to fucking Ireland and hang out there. So the fucking greatest
1: decision. If you're fucking 22 years old right now, that is the greatest decision you can make in life. Because what you learn in those places and the stories you accrue and how Mm. it help shape who you are Mm -hmm. is you can't pay for it
2: well and having a world view especially for young kids not to sound like a fucking old asshole but (laughs) i think uh (laughs) i'm not 40 yet uh but i think it should be mandatory uh right out of high school kids should have to fucking go like you know how like kids will oh i backpacked through europe and i went to 22 countries and it's like yeah but you were there for Eighteen days, like and you, you fucking
1: Americanized the fucking. You, you went your to every fucking TGI Friday's yeah. across the <laughs> yeah. fucking. The McDonald's country. in Ireland is extremely yeah. different. Yeah.
2: So I mean, I do think that you should be forced to uh, travel or, or just to get some kind of world view because it's people are just so Americans are just so wrapped up in themselves and and have no. It's like oh yeah, England. What's that in Europe? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Big Ben. Like, but to, to just even not even get out of the country, get out of your fucking. Go further than ten square blocks away from where you hang out all the time. Like just there's so much shit out there. This country's huge. Like if yeah. you live in fucking New York, go to like upstate New York even. Like if you live in a city. Dude, go
1: to upstate Phil upstate Pennsylvania is yeah. sketchy as fuck. Yeah. I remember driving through there one time doing a college and being terrified of white people for the first time in my life. Oh yeah. I was like, these dudes are not the white people I've ever seen. Yeah. Like but yeah, I know what you're saying. But yeah, so uh i i
2: forget what we were talking you were in, about.
1: you were you were in twenty two you'd go to Ireland. oh that's
2: i would so yeah so I would move places for brief amounts of time, you know like a year or less yeah and um and then I'd go back to philly and I was doing that for you know a few years and then came back to philly and i had i was working in theater back then, not like uh I wasn't an actor or anything. I was a carpenter and, like, a tech guy, you know, stagehand. I would yeah. build sets and fucking road-managed uh, touring shows and stuff. So even when I would, like, fuck off for, like, upwards of a year, I could come back and call them and be like, hey, are you guys... You know, they would... I would always have work. Yeah. And um, the last time I went back, I... uh was just like, yeah, everything was, you know, everything again, exactly. Like, I really spent very minimal time there uh, over three years. Came back and it's like, everything's exactly where I fucking left it. I had a friend who was going to Austin. She had just bought a house down in Austin. She would go there in the summers. And she was like, well, I'm going to Austin. I, you know, I'm leaving. And this least. is
1: before Austin is as hip as it is today.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. It was, it, I mean, it was still like, it, this is, you know, probably seven eight years after slacker came out that that kind of okay. really blew austin wide open where it's like whoa there's this place where you can just go fucking hang out and yeah play off. off yeah yeah and uh, and it's a great place to live i mean this was 97 i moved to austin my friends like she's like well if you want to come to austin check that out it's great and i had actually been through there for a night with a touring uh play that i was with and um and i wanted to you know i felt like okay this is i'm like 23 now I should probably figure out what I want to do. You know, just kind of get in some direction of. You
1: like- realize you're becoming everyone that's listening to this. They're, you're becoming their Gene Hackman. <laughs> like, you're, like there. The, I swear to God, every I, everyone that listens to our group of friends podcasts, mm. yeah. like that that small community of podcasts. Yeah. Ultimately. I get a lot of emails and I'm sure you do too about people wanting to get into stand-up and going, oh, like, yeah. I want to do it. I, you know, Do you have any advice or whatever? Mm. And all of them are fucking 25, 26-year-old yeah. dudes who are like, is it too late? And yeah. you're, and now you're going to become their Gene Hackman. <laughs> he started at 29. I can well, do it.
2: Well, yeah, if you want to live in a one-bedroom apartment Silver really Lake, <laughs> like, have $800 in the bank at the moment. Uh, yeah, sure.
1: Hey, <laughs> everyone me. has $800 bucks <laughs> in the bank. No one, I remember one time I had a friend, Caleb Moody, who's now mm-hmm. like a successful actor and he was... He he had just had a kid, I think, or something. And we were coming back from a poker tournament. And he was, like, dropping me off. And I was drunk. I was real fucking yeah. drunk. He was like, I'm broke, man. I shouldn't say this. don't ah, fuck it. I'm sure he <laughs> doesn't care. He was like, I'm broke. And I got the kid coming. And I'm just fucking, I'm freaked out, man. I'm freaked out. And I gave him this really moving speech about how I remember that time in my life. Yeah. When Liam Le- was about to give birth to Georgia. and my And I had no money. And I called my dad. And he laughed and hung up. And he was like, and then he called back. He's like, you're a man. Welcome to the club. Yeah. And then hung up again. And I was like, what? And then I felt proud. I go, one day you'll look back, Caleb, and you'll realize, you know, like I gave him this moving speech from where, from the mountaintop I was sitting on. Yeah. I swear to God, I walked in the house and Leanne told us we were broke. And I went, what the fuck? <laughs> I
0: just told you we had fucking money. You can't tell me
1: we're broke. She's like, we have no fucking money. Yeah. You need to start selling a CD or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, oh.
2: And that's the best. You know, you're going to wind up with the best product when your CD is made
1: just so you can buy diapers with. I edited it myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So fucking bad. Did you record it at the Laugh Stop? Yeah, <laughs> that's where everybody did yeah. their first. Yeah. CD. yeah, I remember Pete was like, "Hey, I'll record it for you." So we mm. recorded six shows. That
2: fucking ass. Did you get along with Pete? Yeah, I did. Oh, I yeah, fucking I got a hated long, that. A lot sucker. of people hated Pete. I got He's, an ad. He's a dick to me. I was I was this close to punch him in the fucking face one night.
1: God, that and I'm not such even such a violent guy anymore. He, uh, yeah, he was. He loved me. He did. Not, he loved me because of Bobby Kelly. He oh, loved okay. Bobby Kelly, and Bobby Kelly told him, I think, told him <laughs> I was cool. Yeah, and so. Uh, so we got along, but, uh, that and I, and I could do over an hour. All he cared mm-hmm. about really was selling drinks. Yeah. Yeah. It's all I cared. He's like, if you can do over an hour, fuck yeah, do it. Yeah. Do an hour 30. I'll sell drinks the whole time. Yeah. So yeah, I got along with Pete fine.
2: Yeah. There's something about me. He just didn't like, he was fucking busting my balls from the minute I walked in there and, uh,
1: you know what it is? It's, it's whatever, it's whatever. Um, and I'm sure this is all, I'm sure this is speculated for me, mm-hmm. but it's the same reason I don't hang out at UCB yeah so whatever that i look like the guy oh. that made everyone's fucking high school a fucking nightmare yeah, yeah And maybe i don't look like that as much now but i definitely grew up looking like that and i definitely yeah. looked like that in college and when i started comedy i fucking looked like that yeah and i guarantee you it's the same thing that makes Pete go, i like this guy right you yeah, know? yeah yeah i know him i can, yeah. I, can I can i can say it's like say, the
2: kind of guy you can beat up a fag with <laughs>
0: You know. That's what
1: you know. It's the same reason every time I have a gay waiter, they look at me like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but you know, it's, but it's the same. Like it's the same thing is that. Like you know, like you also like he saw you as something that he. Just, you know, it's just a bully. He's a bully, basically. I mean, whether
2: or not you know you, if uh, if somebody's going to prejudge you by your looks, saying, "Oh, this guy looks like a bully," yeah, you're not. I mean, all they have to do is fucking talk to you for two seconds, yeah. listen to your fucking squeal giggly schoolgirl laugh and he'll be like oh this guy's great I take love a look
1: him. at my IMDB but go, oh, is- he's a loser <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> he's so he a travels loser. around the country and eats food and jumps off of fucking chairs or something
1: this is, he's an ass clown was like, I get called on twitter one time and I'll never forget that fucking comment who's his ass clown Bert the conqueror and I was like uh I replied it's me and I'm reading these <laughs> So
2: yeah no Pete was a, he was just a bully and he fucked with me the whole time the first time I was there I was featuring for um Tim uh Northern. You ever meet Tim Northern? Heard Northern uh, yeah, yeah yeah Tim's a great dude. guy. Yeah. Super funny dude. Yeah. Um uh, I haven't talked to him in forever. He left me a message a while ago. He was he was home. a I
1: really liked Tim Northern. I
0: I he's with
2: great. Him. He's one of those guys though that's like just cannot get the personal side of his life together. Like he's a fucking Chappelle level funny guy yeah. you know doesn't not dirty not you know I mean he's he's a good comic and can I work. shouldn't he's, just compare he, him
1: to- I mean Chappelle's a big big reach only for for anybody to say mm-hmm. but yeah. he is a funny dude and he's really cool and yeah. he's really fun to hang out with I worked at Cleveland Improv with him one time all black room mm-hmm. and, I, and and he is not a black act by yeah. any stretch of the means yeah. and uh, and we had a fucking commiserating weekend where we just hung out and just fucking I think he was a big drinker still is probably Maybe yeah, I mean that's uh, the most of the comics that I got to know really well had to be big. Drinkers. So wait, so you go to, you go to Austin mm-hmm. and then and then I feel like after
2: oh right yeah. after so after all the moving around, go to Austin because I wanted to go someplace where I was like I want to go not like put roots down, but like I'm going to go move to a place. Did not you have just any,
1: was there any part of your personality? Because I definitely went through this in in going to high school, going to college, and then moving to New York mm-hmm. where you wanted to changed the way people saw you before
2: no no okay. i never really had any kind of like <laughs> identity crisis thing. like i was never like uh i did not you know i never had any kind of labels in high school and stuff. So, you know i kind of got along with everyone like i mean I, I could be a jerk off or whatever and i had my little clicks but there was no you you couldn't pigeonhole me like oh he's the fucking jo- he oh he only hangs out with those guys because yeah. i had friends from you know like the fucking stoner guys and the jock guys whatever you know basically if you fucking thought i was funny yeah and you like if you got it and you could make me laugh then we're friends i don't give a fuck if you're you know i don't care what you know what what kind of fucking deal you have like if if we relate then it's then we're cool so i didn't really want to like reinvent myself but i wanted to because philly's a total kind of place like i knew i didn't know what i wanted to do i like playing music I like art, you know. I can paint and fucking draw and shit. I like doing cartoons and and uh, comedy. Is something I thought about was just any kind of performance filmmaking. I was just interested in all this stuff, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I knew Austin is a great place to cut your teeth in, like, because it had there, it's a supportive community of stuff. Where in Philly, if you're like, hey, I'm a uh, Hey, guys, I'm going to do stand-up. Why don't you come to see my show? Fuck this fucking guy. Who's he yeah. think he is? You think you know? you're funny? Are you yeah. fucking better? Like, okay, yeah, we'll come. We'll fuck up your show. Florida's, <laughs>
1: got, Florida's got that men- mentality, too. And I, I'm yeah. not shitting on my friends from Florida, but there is the definite, like, uh, I didn't have the kind of friends. I I, mean, I said this to Leanne the other day, and not that, but I said I had the, my most people's definition of the word friend is a guy who supports you and mm-hmm. helps you grow as a Friend and picks up from the airport. Mm-hmm. My definition of the word friend, growing up, is a dude you let call you faggot. Like, <laughs> as if, like that's who. That's what we were. Was yeah. dudes, and that word was ingrained in our head, and like at a very young age. The fr- yeah. and, that, and then once you learn that word, that was stuck there, and then yeah. and then you. And then and then I never had friends that were like, dude, you're really funny. You should try this. They were like, yeah. what are, who the fuck do you think you are? Right. And so I had to move to New York to start stand up because I was like, I need to go to a place where no one knows me and people go, oh, maybe mm-hmm. he is funny. I mean, well, my friends always said I was funny growing up, but they never they were like, you're funny to us. Yeah. Like I had a girl that told me I dated a girl for the five years one time, and I and I broke down one night in bed and i told her i want to be a comedian i really want to be a comedian mm-hmm. and she said oh honey you're not smart funny you're like dumb funny <laughs> well
2: fucking then you should be a billionaire if that's <laughs> yeah, the case so. but
1: yeah i know what you're saying so then you go to austin and then like, and i just
2: i didn't even start i lived in austin f- for you know five years about before i even started doing stand-up uh really yeah, you know, I went to a couple open mics because like, I didn't know. I, like the girl that I moved there with did these like puppet shows and stuff, and t- like these weird kind of puppet shows, and they would do them at bars, so it wasn't it wasn't like for kids. Yeah, um, and they were they were cool, and 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 I would open for her sometimes, but not doing like stand up. I would do like these weird fucking characters, or you know, act like I had a fucking brain problem and play songs on a keyboard, and yeah. and uh, you know, just real kind of performance arty, but funny stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 I had gone to a couple open mics at that time, thinking like, oh well, you know, maybe I can do this kind of stuff here. And uh, it just wasn't. I was like, fuck this scene. These guys are all a bunch of fucking unfunny dicks. Like, and I'm friends with a lot of those guys now. It was Who was like talking about?
1: Like, because I, I know Fairbanks like, was out of Austin. Uh,
2: well, that's when I got back into it. When I met him, there was like this new wave. Because like. I walked away from the clubs. And, and again, I was like 23. I had a fucking huge chip on my shoulder. Dude, I thought I was, was like okay, the funniest yeah. fucking guy on the planet. I thought I was going to walk into this open mic, slay, and then people be scrambling to fucking give me money and contracts and shit. Oh,
1: I, remember, I remember thinking <laughs> that when I moved to New York out of college mm-hmm. that people were going to have to offer me a pretty fat deal for me to start doing stand-up. <laughs> yeah. so I, was, I was in Rolling Stone. I was a draw. I was a fucking yeah. draw. So – but well, I know exactly. You don't have to yeah,
2: defend. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I did, you know, to not to you know toot my own horn, but the first open mic I went to, I did really well. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember. I didn't even really have, like, jokes per se. It was just kind of, like, bitching about stuff that was bothering me. Or, yeah. I don't even remember. But it went over well, and uh, afterwards, uh, a handful of the comics who, you know, who were there came up and were like, Oh, wow, how long have you been doing this? Did you just move here? And I was like, Oh, tonight was my first night. I moved here, like, two years ago.
1: No, is Howard Kremer still around?
2: Howard, uh, they were doing Austin stories at that time. Okay,
1: so Jesus Christ. Um, so how old are you right now? Like twenty six. At the time, no, uh, this was probably ninety eight. So okay. I was twenty five. Yeah, yeah, I just started. I just started. I started stand up. In no, I start I was just graduating college. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's your whole story. Fucking in college forever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: So I went to these open mics and they were like, oh, yeah, keep coming back. There are other open mics. And I was like, okay. And went to a couple others and it was like this – the comics weren't very welcoming. It was this – do you know um, Howard Beecher, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, John O'Connell, J.R. Brow? I feel like I know John um, O'Connell. I don't know. Either way, these are, and these guys are all friends with me now, but it was like they're all about five years older than me, maybe. And it'd been, they're like in the comedy scene. Yeah. And then this like cocky 23 year old guy who's funny, but I wasn't like, you know, very social with them. And and so I just felt like they were fucking me. Like I'd show up for an open mic. They'd be like, you know what? The list got full. And like I'd sit there all night and he'd be like, we can't put you on. I'm sorry. Like too many people dropped in. And, yeah. and I'd just be like, fuck you. Fuck this fucking dumb scene. I don't, and, and, and you know, and I and didn't know how so worked. Give a fuck. I didn't give a fuck. And I also thought, too, like all these open mics I would go to, I would just write new shit for each one. Yeah. And I'd go and I'd see these same guys go and do the same jokes. i was like, what the fuck are you doing? I heard you do this lame-ass shit last week. And the reason I can't go on is you came in to do your fucking groundbreaking Sean Connery impression for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, fuck that n- noise. And, and so I kept doing shit at bars, like weird fucking – like a, a fucking dress as a clown and like just all these weird characters just to yeah. fuck with people. I had this goal to have somebody beat me up after a show <laughs> just to like I was like, I want to push people's buttons so much to where I get the shit
1: beat out of me after a show.
2: Never happened. Thank God.
1: Did you ever hear about Harmony crin? Harmony crin tried to do a dr- uh, documentary about getting beaten up because uh-huh. he thought that the ultimate the ultimate comedy was tragedy you know yeah you know, yeah to watch someone get beat up you could make it comical like fatty arbuckle yeah yeah now i am paraphrasing off of something i might have yeah. read could have possibly <laughs> dreamt 10 years ago okay but he so they they go to they're talking about this thing and they talk to him and then he's going off to do it and then yeah. they come back and they meet him in the hospital uh-huh. and they're like so how's it going and he goes well, i drastically underestimated how quick it was to beat up someone yeah who can't fight
2: there's no yeah i mean in the movies and this isn't yeah everybody's heard this before but it's like those fucking 10 minute long fight scenes nobody can fight for 10 minutes it's you have to be a peak physical shape to fight for more than fucking like three minutes
0: yes
2: (laughs) and 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 it's like and there's no very rarely is it a fair like back and forth exchanging blows it's One, you know, like some wrestling, like shoving and pushing and punching, and then one guy gets the other guy on the ground, and it's just like fucking (laughs) pound. Then then that's it. Like somebody just gets pounded. He
1: said he said there was like he'd go up to bouncers and like try to be funny and slap them. Oh, and then and he said he he had like I guess I'm saying he said like seven fights, Mm ten fights, and he had maybe like uh uh 15 minutes of video for this documentary. And the last fight, the guy knocked him out unconscious, then propped his foot up on the curb oh, and the his fucking shin and i was like uh-huh yeah, I, now once again like i said i have there, no man. fucking recollection of where i read this or yeah. how i heard of it but that just to me defi- i was like
0: uh. no
2: i've seen fucked up shit in philly like i grew up in a weird neighborhood and a buddy of mine and I, like, one of my best friends growing or i met him in high school and he lived in an even more fucked up neighborhood than i did and, where'd you grow up I grew up in uh, the Northeast, like Taconi, Mayfair section okay. of uh, Philly, and, and my buddy John lived in Olney, which is you know it was way um, more fucked up than where I was from, just like a lot more assholes. And they, his group of friends were like funny guys who literally are – like I know it's a cliche, but I don't know how many of them are dead, maybe only a couple, but there's a handful of them in prison. Like they're just yeah. – and they were, like, funny guys, but they were fucking psychos. Like, they would rob people and mug people, like, for fun and, like, you know, fucking just pick fights with people for fun. Curb guys, like, the same as the leg thing, but break their fucking I teeth out of their head.
1: Fish hooking. Dude,
2: it's... I, and, that, and that's, like, when I realized. I mean, I... I don't know. I don't know if there was like an actual turning point, but I was just like, I don't fucking belong in this shit, man. Because yeah. I'm going to be the guy getting curbed one of these days. Oh, fuck! Because yeah, like I can't, I can't, fight can't fucking fight, and I mean I can, you know. Uh, well, geez, at this point, if a grown man wanted to fight me, I'd probably get my ass kicked by anybody. But uh, oh yeah, because yeah. they're like strong and <laughs> stuff. So, <dude,
1: laughs> some people practice. Yeah, yeah. That's like, the thing. That, that's from the fact that there are people out there like that practice fighting. Yeah, and that I think I'm going to hold. Uh, A fucking, what I do now, and I said this a very long time ago on on something, I'm sure I've said it on something, but um, now when I get cut off in traffic and I get really fucking enraged and I want to fucking, and it's a dude, and he starts talking shit, I let him get the best of me. Publicly, I'd oh. let him best me so that he feels vindicated in talking shit to me. Because I should flirt
2: with him when they're doing it. I know, start blowing him kisses and making the blowjob. I motion. know,
1: no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not I want to look like he flustered me and he uh. bested me. because oh. so, I know that if I endorse that behavior, he'll continue that behavior, yeah. and one day he'll run into some dude that beats the living shit out of him. Yeah. So that's the way I look at that now. So, but yeah, I, I mean, I can't, I can't. I'm not a fist fighter
0: at all.
2: No, I don't want to. Although I have had a few incidents lately with uh there was a guy that I fucking he pulled the biggest stick move. Uh I was I was waiting to turn right. I was in Glendale or fucking yeah, Glendale. Or no, not Glendale, Burbank. And um I'm at a stop sign going to turn right. And uh Sat there for a minute. I think I was, you know, I had to meet somebody for lunch and was just making sure that I was, you know, in the right area. Yeah. Looked down for a minute before I turned. This fucking cocksucker in a Mercedes behind me goes around me. And and, and I started I start turning to And He goes around me. There's a parking spot there I was going to take. Goes around me, then jams on his brakes and gets in the parking spot. And I my head almost fucking. I was like, what the fuck? And like pulled up next to him and was like, you fucking cocksucker, you motherfucker. And he's like, gives me the finger. And I just like I fucking floored it up the road, found another parking spot, park, ran down to where he, I was going to. Fu- I mean, who knows what would what happen? Happened? I could. He got out of his car and fucking <clears throat> went into whatever building he was going. To. He, I think he
0: probably he got out those, of his car and ran
2: like, you know, oh, fuck, this guy <sighs> is going to kill me. And he could have probably killed me, like you know. But I do get this explosive temper sometimes.
0: I lost that. I lost that. I
1: lo- I lost that r- not recently. Probably two thousand mm-hmm. and nine. I know the date because it was when my hour special came out. And uh. I was t- I was and I was doing. I was doing the show with Fairbanks. We did a show called Mm -hmm. Reality Bites Back. Me, Schumer, Fairbanks, Red Rant. Michael Ian Black? Yeah, Michael Ian Black hosted, and we were all driving to go. um, We were driving to go do a. So you think you can dive. That was Mm -hmm. the segment. And I needed a bathing suit. My sisters had my bathing suit. They lived above the Starbucks uh, on Detroit and Wilshire. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's very specific. But that's the Starbucks. So I drove. I lived on Detroit. Mm -hmm. So I drove down Detroit to where they uh, were. I had to actually do a loop, yeah. drove up Detroit to where they were, their apartment was. And I kind of blocked like two spaces, but I was just, they were just going to, it was like yeah. seven in the morning. They were just going to throw a bathing suit down to me. <laughs> so I blocked two spaces and I get out and I hop over and they're there. They throw it and I catch it. Now in this time, a dude in a teal BMW has a hissy fit yeah. that I'm blocking two spaces and he starts like, and it's a stick. So you can hear it go.
0: Zim, zim, yeah.
1: zim, zim. Like he's like like trying to like really fucking pissed. Now I don't notice any of this, but I do notice it going on, but I'm like, "Uh, I don't think anything about it. Get my car kind of back out, get to that light on Detroit and Wilshire. Now there's a Starbucks on that corner where everyone's out having coffee Mm -hmm. at seven in the morning, all the alcoholics. So he comes out and he starts saying something as he goes into the Starbucks. I thought when I tell the story, when I told to my wife, I said the wrong Louis. he looked kind of like Louis CK. So I thought it was Louis CK and I thought he was saying hi to me. So I rolled down my window when I told my wife I said Louis Anderson. By the way, right, a totally yeah, yeah. different story when you hear yeah. Louis Anderson. And, <laughs> I my, yeah, and I rolled out my window, and he goes, "Learn how to drive, asshole!" And I go, "What the fuck did you say?" And now, still, mind still you, could now, have been Louis. <laughs> yeah, no, no, my, my, wife, my wife's going Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson, you thought this was Louis Anderson? Yeah. So I rolled out, I go, "What the fuck did you say?" He goes, "He was Learn how to drive, asshole!" And I go, "What the fuck?" And I throw it in park. I get out of the car. I stand up out of my car in front of everyone at coffee. Yeah, yeah. I go, "Step out into the road and, and be a man." Yeah, and he went uh, uh, and walked inside. Yeah, and I was like, "That's what I'm talking about." Then I thought, "What if he knew how to fight? He could have yeah, knocked yeah. out all my teeth, and I would have had to go to fucking yeah, yeah. shoot a TV show with no teeth." I was like, yeah, "Fuck yeah. that! Yeah. I am done." You toured with Michael Ian Black though, right? Mm-hmm. No, what? What's like? I worked with him, and I loved. I really got a, a genuine kick out of him. Uh-huh. But but how did you guys get hooked up?
2: We did a couple festivals together, and uh, you know what I think the. I don't know. Yeah, no, he talks about that. Uh, I think what my what didn't hurt. We did we did Aspen together, and we wound up doing this like Twitter based show where like both of us were on stage. And I, I don't remember how it went, but that was our first interaction. Whatever, yeah. we got along, and I was a fan of the state, and so you know, oh, obviously a I huge knew huge
1: fan of the state. Yeah, I was a massive fan of the state. Yeah, so as a I, matter of fact, know, when yeah. I was in college, and I w- right after I went to Russia and got involved with those the mob. Mm-hmm. We backpacked through Europe, and I got was in Greece, and I ran into the state. Oh, okay, they that's right. They did a partying. fucking. They were partying in Greece yeah. when I was in college, and I fucking met them. And David Wayne and I like had beers. Joe LaTrulio was there. Mm-hmm. I, th- I don't know if Kerry Kenny was, but like all the
2: whole state yeah, was yeah. There. They, I think I read some about it. they did do like a uh, backpacking. They did like the same thing. They went across yeah. Europe uh, one. And one so summer. and
1: so that was my connection. And then when I met. As a matter of fact, David Wayne was my only contact in New York when I first moved to New York to get in stand up. Oh, okay. I called him up and he said, Yeah, you can come down, we're doing the show Stella. Oh yeah. Come down and give you free tickets. That night on stage. I saw like fucking Janine Garofalo, mm. all those dudes. I mean it was like blew blew my yeah, mind. Yeah. So but, but
2: but we had done so yeah, we did the Aspen thing, met there, and then um wound up in Montreal that same year doing that um taping uh HBO. Stand-up show, funny as hell. It was only on in Canada, uh, which is kind of great because you, you get paid the same. And it's like nobody's even going to see this. <laughs> and, dude, ca- Canadians are the fucking best. Yeah, they love it. They're like
1: – they they all have fucking money. Mm-hmm. They go out to she shows in droves. Yeah, They support the living fuck out of us. They're like, great. I fucking – I mean I kind of wish I was born Canadian so I could fucking do a TV show up there. Yeah. Because like Kenny and Spenny, have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, it's great i love fucking love canadians that's great do you tour up there at all uh
2: yeah yeah here and there uh not uh, you know i think i do enough there actually because the play you know it's like vancouver montreal edmonton um edmonton i don't know if i've done calgary i've done a couple times i'm going up to uh where's rumors winnipeg winnipeg oh yeah i don't know
1: canada's fucking awesome
0: yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Wait, so, wait, so,
1: wait.
2: so, so we did so we so wound back. up doing we're taping this show. It's a you know like a stand-up show um and he Michael was uh kind of just getting back into stand-up. I think like that was never I really just, his I don't think yeah, I don't
1: think he started until he was like in his
2: late 30s. He I don't he has a CD from a while ago. So oh, really? he had done stand-up before but it, it wasn't his I've ne- I didn't listen to his CD. But we had talked about it. he was like, "Yeah, I put out a CD a while ago, but yeah, it was never really his main thing." So he um, saw me, you know, we kept, you know, bumping into each other and saying hi. And, and he, he, every time I saw him, I was kind of just like rearranging my, or trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Cause it was only like a 10 minute spot and, mm-hmm. and I wanted to, you know, I just kept flip flopping on what I wanted to do. And he said something like, he's like, Oh, are you, what do you, every time I say, what do you, do you keep just writing new sets or whatever? And I was like, nah, I'm just trying to figure it out. And, and I was like, but I just took a Xanax, so by the time we shoot, I'll be fine, no matter what. And um, and he was pretty, you know, he seemed a little worked up. And I was like, Do you want a Xanax? And he's like, Yeah, if you have one. Yeah. So I gave him a Xanax, and then a couple weeks later, I get a direct message on Twitter. And he's like, Hey, do you want to do a bunch of dates for not a lot of money with me? And uh, so that's what I think he. I think what it was is like you know he. Had to do a bunch of club dates to get ready to to do this. He wanted to tape an hour special. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it was just, you know, him and his agents or whatever were talking. It's like, who do you want to bring? And and I think it was kind of like, well, you know, I got along with this guy. He gave me a Xanax and he's got a (laughs) lot of uh, (laughs) club experience. Because it's like, yeah, you know, I think he didn't want to go to like just like preach to the choir. Like, he wanted to, uh, like, because he could have easily just taken like, Jesse Klein or Kamel or, you know, just one of those New York alt people that, that fit that bill. But I think he, you know, it's like he, we were going to places where there were no hipster. There weren't people who were filming. Like we did Foxwoods and, and fucking, uh, we did some weird, like Florida dates and stuff where people were like, Oh, who's the, you know they'd be looking at the marquee yeah. and be like Michael Ian Black. Oh yeah, he looks ner- and they, and- Oh, Jeff Tunham's next week. Like, yeah. you know, so it's like <laughs> those kind of places where they'd be like, <laughs> "Oh my god, fucking Larry the Cable Guy was here. He sat in his now, same bar?"
1: Now does 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 here's the thing that frustrates me about stand up mm-hmm. is that and I and I don't know if this happened with Michael Ian Black at all, but does does his public persona of who people perceive him to be Affect the way he writes or, or or approaches the stage.
2: I don't think so. You know, it's it's weird. Um, and then to finish that thought too, like I think it was just kind of like I was kind of like this bit of a comedy sherpa for him in clubs where you know where it's like, you know, because he's working these shitty comedy clubs that he'd never yeah. worked, and, before. And, and and
1: he didn't grow up in them.
2: No, no, and so it, he
1: doesn't have any real real perspective of of oh fuck that crowd.
0: Yeah, versus, I mean, you could you can live in your fuck bubble,
1: that crowd,
2: right? Yeah, I mean, he was in a very you know solid protective bubble of like Stella the state. Like, he could probably you know sell out a, a hundred seat theater thirty days in a row in New York yeah. doing a whatever stand up. Um, but yeah,
1: but as far as a broad appeal, he he never really tried that out. Um, but he was massively successful in a broad appeal in the VH1. What what, yeah. what was the '80s or something? Yeah, remember? Um, and Ed, I love the and 80s. and Ed, he was an Ed. Oh, he's so got he's yeah. got like he's got a. Fucking, you know, he
2: was the. Uh, do you remember the? Um, yes, I know the sock puppet, puppet. Yeah, for yeah,
1: pets.com or something. Yeah, yeah, got a million yeah. bucks for that. <laughs> really? He, I remember asking. <laughs> I don't know him. if that's talking out of school. I mean, that was fucking Funny, twenty years. Tosh ago, got seven hundred thousand for the Taco, Taco Bell. bell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. I love when people tell me money, but Michael's like. Michael's one of my favorite things. So don't mean judge how I'm doing Oh yeah.
2: Oh dude, my went down this uh I, I'm out of it now, but there was just like a month ago, every single person that came up in conversation or that I met or whoever popped into my head, there's this site I found where you could Google people's net worth.
0: What? Oh, oh
1: networth.com? It was something like that. It was, uh, it's it's networth.com. I do it all okay, the time. Right, Bill right. worth $6 million. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is that... Well, There's some of them are, are not accurate, though. Oh, no, it's one the that's... one
1: that, that I Google. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I, my name came up. Oh, Like, okay. I Google... I, oh, fuck. Now I sound like a fucking douchebag. <laughs> I, I sound like such a douchebag. I will tell you candidly, when I go to someone's house, mm-hmm. you can Google and find out how much I paid for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's That, for me, that access mm. is... Un, like, Like, it's just like, oh, it's fucking addictive. But yeah.
2: And it's weird. Like, I mean, that's, I'm curious about stuff like that just because I, oh, I'm massively curious. Past like high school, you know, I'm like, what's that cost? Like, a hundred bucks. Like, I just have no idea what shit costs and stuff and, and also what people are worth. Uh, But um, yeah, so I was doing that for fucking everybody. Um, But Michael's like, he, we got along great. Like, he, when, because he does have that very aloof, yeah. Kind of uh, personality. A lot of people think, you know, he could come off as a as a dick. Um I thought the whole wife and kids thing was a joke. Not that I mean, I always <laughs> well because they would talk about it like in in stellar Michael and Michael have issues. Yeah. Like there would there would, every now and then it would be something about like his wife and kids, which would be in a comedic thing, but I always thought like that's hilarious because there's no way this guy's got a wife and kids. Oh, he yeah, could possibly be gay. But I can't see this guy raising a child, you know. Being, and yeah. and it, it's all it's all true. And um, but real fucking super nice guy. We got along really well on the road, and and uh, yeah, and we're still buddies. You know, it's not like we talk on the phone all the time, but it's like it's the way all of it kind of works works out. That, Mike, me and Henry Phillips were talking about that the other night, where it's Henry like Henry Phillips is one of the funniest dudes. Henry's one of the funniest guys. Henry's
1: one of those guys that that <clears throat> did something that I would never do. But I was so grateful that he did it. I was mm. in the road in some fucking shit town, and he Dayton. Oh sorry. Oh Dayton. yeah, fuck, yeah. Fuck. Nah, Dayton. We, you're a shit town. You know Dayton. it. I it was. It was Dayton. Wiley's? I Dayton. I was at the Funny Bone. He was at Wiley's oh, Okay. And he texted me or like hit me up on Twitter or mm-hmm. something. And was like, hey, we're both in Dayton. You want to go get lunch? Mm-hmm. I was like, hey. He's like, bring your feature. I'll bring mine. So. <laughs> We, we, the four of us got lunch, and we laughed so hard we almost got kicked out of the fucking place. He is one of the funniest fucking dudes. Henry's got the best fucking stories. His He's, his short about the dude, the guy that's awkward. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I I do not know how to say. I don't know where to tell you to find this. Other than it's got to be at Henry Phillips. Uh, at his the,
2: website. You know what? He's got a YouTube channel, which I think is Henlips.
1: Henlips. Yeah.
2: Um, Just Google Henry Phillips. The uh, fuck? What was it? Was it called the loser? No, it was called the loner. The loner.
1: Yeah, Those it is. I'm telling you, it is the finest the piece of shit. comedic acting and writing <laughs> yeah. that I've seen in a short in my entire life. The yeah. fact that it's have you been, seen this movie? Uh, no, I haven't. Punching the clown. Punching the clown. No. Yeah,
2: you put it in watch it on Netflix tonight. It's really great. Yeah, he
1: is one of the nicest, coolest fucking. He's another guy. Like he was a Bob and Tom guy that like there was a big Bob and Tom group at the time yeah, that yeah. were like blowing up when when once again I was doing the fucking I was headlining for seven hundred dollars yeah, at yeah. fucking laughs unlimited and just and well
2: give me their booking info when you get off.
1: <laughs> the guy stole fucking money from me. <laughs> yeah. the guy's such a douchebag. Oh, that's that's
2: uh, such a. Like, I know we, we keep getting off off topic. I haven't but, uh, been on
1: topic once. <laughs> I'm the worst fucking... Well, I don't even, even think of it as an
2: interview. But we started talking about, like, you know, that whole negative feeling about comics and stuff. Like, with, uh, you know, like, shit talking or, like, you know. Yeah. Um, which, and you were saying you got over it. And that's something you have to get over. You can't... I'm not totally like, over it. I'm that, not totally over it. Well, I mean, there's always going to be, like, the fucking... But you know what? Nobody's holding a gun to anybody's head yeah. to watch some shitbag sell out a fucking show without an act. But... Uh, and Dane Cook's success, like you know, when everybody was shitting all over Dane Cook, like I had this kind of enlightening, probably about six, seven years ago, where because I I found that I had a little bit of a nervous breakdown um, at a certain point. Was and this at
1: Stanhope's house?
2: It wasn't at Doug's house. No, Do you, no, because there's
1: another rumor I heard yeah. one time that they, they, they slipped you acid.
2: It's semi, no, no, it's we talk. Yeah, you brought it up briefly before. And it's like it's gotten way crazy. Really? It's yeah, that that's not the story. We could talk about it later, but uh. Um, the fact that, cause this, I found that like every time you're hanging out with a group of comics or people after a Stanhope show, especially I was touring with Doug a lot then, the people who come up and want to talk to you, they just want to talk. They don't want to talk about people they like. They're just, they just want to talk about fuck Mincia, fuck yeah. Dane Cook. Yeah. And then I found, and it was the same in like, you know, my social comedy circles and I was like, wait a minute. This is such a fucking negative existence. Every yeah. time I'm hanging out with people, I, we're just saying shit about people. What do I care if Dane Cook sells out Madison Square Garden every night for a year? What, that's not going to make people go, sorry, man, we can't listen to your comedy. We already fucking bought no. one. So, yeah. um, But Henry, uh, going back to, uh, to that with the – when I was talking to Henry the other night, um, he was saying that's like one cool thing about comedy is where – if you work with a guy once and you get along, you then you're friends forever. Like yeah. even if you don't see each other for ten years, it's like, Oh yeah, fuck oh yeah, we worked at Wileys together. Yeah. We worked in Dayton. It, that uh, is
1: a really that's a really cool the problem is when you're like and I'm definitely I think I suffer from the fact of being a big road drinker. Oh god. Well that's why I'm laying off
2: the sauce is uh it was just getting unmanageable at a certain point like well you know if i was in your shoes it might be because you have to be responsible to a certain like you know yeah. you can't hole up in your apartment and fucking
1: binge for a couple days if well you i have want. a wife that holds me to a certain level of responsibility yeah like like she knows that uh when i'm on the road like as long as i don't as long as I don't cheat on her, yeah. don't get in fist fights, don't spend a ton dick load yeah. of money, just drink beers. She always says don't do shots. Shots yeah. are fucking – there's no reason to do them. I stopped doing
2: that a while ago, but yeah. I switched it to I would get a beer and a Jameson on the rocks and sip on it.
1: I lived that life for a while.
2: Oh, well, and then it got to the point where – I mean, I'm just – I could drink a bottle of Jameson. Oh, it, you I know. just
1: bought a brand new one. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> – oh, yeah.
2: No, and that's – uh. uh it just, yeah, you can't fucking. Well, make it's it's the... nowhere to
1: live. It's like, it's like, I got, I. You, ultimately, you're chasing your dog chasing its tail and you're just yeah. trying to level out. Like, tr- trust me when I say, like, especially the day after I come off the road, oh. I had a fucking serotonin depletion day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm sitting there white knuckling myself, beating myself up for yeah. a million fucking things. Yep. I, I, the, the whole thing we were talking about, about, about like, I've definitely gone through. Nervous breakdowns. And and for for very recently, I felt like I was on the verge of one. Mm -hmm. Like very recently, I was waking up, you know, doing the Travel Channel show. I'm doing... The um, I'm doing the road when mm-hmm. my weeks are off. So like, I wh- got week a I'm family. Off. I got a family. I'm writing a book. I have a documentary coming Secret out. Secret Gay Lover. I got a Gay Lover. This fucking goddamn podcast. <laughs> Fuck! If I could have started it all over again, I yeah. would have never fucking started it. <laughs> fucking fucking Rogan's a good twister for that. God, you know what, man? It, the, I'm glad I did it because, yeah. like, I, I me and you would never get to like hang out like this yeah. for like an hour, but. You know, and and that is awesome. But man, I'm like I was overwhelmed. I started waking up at three in the morning every night Mm. with this uh, like an energy, like a vibrating energy, where my mind was spinning, and I and I was awake, and it was spinning, and I couldn't control it. And I was like, it was shouting out shit we need to do, shit people are saying about us, like bad stuff, negativity. And I was like, and I was like trying to strike it from my brain and go Mm -hmm. like. Get out of there, man! You don't need to be in there. We need good stuff. Like, I was thinking, I had a fucking dream one. I had a dream one night that woke me up about uh, about a dude breaking into our house and then me capturing and then holding a hostage, uh-huh. right? And then I woke up and I ain't fucking talked to myself for fifteen minutes about holding this dude hostage. Yeah, yeah. About what I was going to do to him and how yeah. I was going to fucking teach him a lesson. All of a sudden, I'm like, fifteen minutes later, I'm like, wait, am I really talking to myself about an imaginary dude breaking into my imaginary house? Yeah, and imaginarily holding him Such hostage. Such
2: a negative spiral
1: you can easily yeah. get into. And, uh, and, and and I do think alcohol tends lends into that. Oh, it, it does. Because it doesn't help you sleep me. better. Just fill with fucking sugar that's gonna wake you up in the middle of
2: the Well this, this night. is what I've been doing. Like I haven't I haven't uh, drank for I mean it's, it's it's new, but like less than a month, a few weeks now. Yeah. And uh, which is a that's an extremely long run statement. for me. Uh, but I'm still I'm staying up. I fucking I drink a twelve pack of La Croix a day you ever get that sparkle? oh yeah oh drink? i loved that's a great if you're trying to lay off the booze that's a great thing because it's not like sweet it's almost like and it's something you can just compulsively drink like last night i was up writing all night and yeah. uh because that's my thing like i have this uh relation with writing and being productive like when i get inspired and giddy and i'm like oh yeah. well, fuck it and i start fucking with people online and shit I just get this crazy energy and then that would be me at my desk with my computer smoking a cigarette and then just beer like I you yeah. know drink until I can't write anymore and uh, that's last night I was doing but with this can sparkling water and I'm sure like I have my windows open and stuff and if my neighbor heard me they're probably like this guy's a fucking because you can hear <laughs> yeah like it's like every like Twelve minutes, you you know you hear the get up and psh, another one and a can go into oh, the yeah. fucking recycling oh, okay, yeah. and it's like who the fuck drinks anything besides alcohol like that either that but. or someone's telling you like twenty secrets, psh, <laughs> <you're cut>. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't. I mean, not to, and I'm not gonna you know be one of these guys who like, just d- recently. I had, a friend, discovered... I had a friend who quit
1: drinking mm-hmm. and has, has become recently very successful. Oh and well, there's a direct there's a I mean I know a, a bunch direct of people. reflection of that
2: direct correlation with it's like. Oh, yeah, no, I used to be fucking crazy. Or not even, you don't even have to have a reputation yeah. as a drunk, which I know I have, you know, and I've been associated with tons of people. Yeah, I mean, we like to have fun. Um, but there's, uh, yeah, the people who clean up their act even just a little bit. It's like, oh, he got on a TV show? Yeah. Whoa, and three and months after guy, we were at a party
1: drink. and I said, I said, uh, let me get you a beer. And he goes, uh, yeah, I'm good. And, I yeah. Went, and this guy was a big drinker. And I was yeah. like, I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. I said, okay. And so I went back and I said, did you quit drinking? And he goes, no, no, I just don't want a beer. And I was really? like, dude. Mm. And he goes, he goes, "Yes, I did, but don't tell anyone cuz I might start again." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I respect that. I respect yeah. like like whatever you're going through, whatever however you do it cuz I've had big stretches where I don't drink. Yeah, You know, it's how I lost the weight yeah. cuz I just had to go through a big period where I was like, "Man, I got to clean my shit up." Now, no, for me the road just kind of ties in.
2: Well, it's that's tough and I have a lot of work coming up uh this month. Starting this weekend through fucking May. Like I'm pretty much gone every Hollywood week. Work. Uh, road work. Yeah. And um, that's going to be challenging because I do want to stick to... I took a break a couple years ago from the drinking for like yeah. five months. And, uh, you know, I got to say, fucking everything got a lot easier in that period. Oh, it gets a
1: and life gets And gets like I gets I didn't
2: have to... Depres- I, like, I never got depressed, all that beating yourself up. And... Uh, and it's just, it's, it just seemed like there was more. I think you give off like a more kind of life positive energy. So yeah. it just attracts. I was like, oh, wow, all this cool shit's happening to me. I feel great all the time. My brain's firing on all cylinders. And, uh, you know, and then obviously, you know, you just slowly, gradually, like, all right, uh, yeah, let's get a drink. Right. You know, I went well, to the, visit- thing,
1: the thing is, don't beat yourself up over it. Like, just do do what you're gonna do. Well, then this is what I did. I don't
2: know. Did you ever fuck with medication for depression or no. anything?
1: I, I don't oh. like. I, and as much as I will say I deal with depression, I don't really deal with depression. Yeah, like I'm a pretty like my version of depression is like I'm on the road for four weeks. Abroad in a different country, mm. my sleep's fucked up, and I miss my kids, yeah, so that's real I think that yeah, yeah. is real yeah like, no that's, but I don't deal with like i, I to, we're humans. The,
2: you're supposed to have emotions
1: you yeah know? So and that. and and it's my nooks and crannies that kind of define me, but I don't deal like I, I i only say that for people that actually deal with depression i don't yeah. I don't really do it well,
2: I did so um, I started drinking again, and um, you know, which I love, I mean that's actually you know I'm when I do interviews right and stuff now uh and they're like, you know, what made you get into comedy? I'm like, honestly, fucking free beer. Yeah, that had that was a huge fucking in, incentive. And then like, and Stanhope kind of picked me up pretty early on. Like, I was only doing comedy for a couple years, maybe when he not maybe two years when they let me open for him at the club. And I didn't even know who Doug was. I wasn't like lobbying, really? but they banned me from the club because I did all this fucking crazy shit. I didn't know how comedy worked. Yeah. And uh and they hired me to host a show and I was just doing all this I had plants in the audience. Like it was this whole fucking Andy Kaufman style yeah. craziness that I was doing. And they were like, You're fucking MC, you can't do this shit. <laughs> And I'm like what that? the fuck is that? I was like what's him seeing me? What's a feature? What are you talking about? I thought I got stage time at a place. I to love do that stuff. you
1: came at the art, the way Banksy came at fucking <laughs> at art, you know, like you Well, but that's at what at I like...
2: thought. I was like I like fucking with people. I'm yeah. not like wait, wait. Well, what am I supposed to do? Talk talk about fucking uh, Monica Lewinsky? Yeah. Like what the, the fuck am I supposed to do? Ultimately the answer is yes. That's yeah, what yeah. they want you to do. So that's so the clubs like, you know, we love you but you're a fucking asshole. And uh So then my phone rings, like, you know, a year later or a year and a half later, and Margie from the club in Austin says, uh, Doug Stanhope's here next week. Dude, because she did like me. I mean, but they were just like, you can't fuck. You're too much of a fucking nut. Um and uh, and at this point, I had started because other local comics like Fairbanks and stuff. That's when I got back into it. I was doing these shows around town with these other guys. Like we had strippers and we showed videos and just yeah. like these these insane kind of like sketch shows. And then they did an open mic after it, and I stuck around. And that's when like Martha Kelly and Chris Fairbanks and Michelle Balloon was there. And I knew uh, Michelle Balloon, they were all like this new. Uh, I don't think Michelle does comedy anymore. She did less um, comic standing though, right? I don't know. I I'm think she might've done a premium blend, might have but, uh, but either way it was like, I was like, Oh wow. These people are my age and they're funny where yeah. I didn't like all the, when I dabbled in it in like 99, everybody was like, you know, in their thirties and they seemed fucking bitter. And, and I didn't think any of them were funny partially because I thought I was the funniest guy on the planet. Wow, and no one man. else was. But, uh, so that's what got me back into it. Um, seeing those guys and, uh, Fuck, I I, I name. Oh right, yeah, and then um oh so right, so I met those guys, and then Fairbanks was like, cause yeah, I was doing all this weird shit. I dress. Remember that movie Powder? Yeah. Well, I fucking you know got a bald thing and painted myself all white, and then I had these <laughs> series of tubes going through my suit. Yeah. Where the whole idea was, I was powder, but I had like five penises. But they weren't all in my crotch; they were throughout my body. The so every time I tell a joke, I would one of my dicks would pee, but it would just like you would see pee like coming out I of my hate side.
1: Stand up shakes that out of people.
2: I, you know what? I struggle with that sometimes, but I, think I hate it's all... that because
1: that for me right now mm-hmm. would be the most interesting thing to see.
2: Well, and you know what? Though it's not that comedy. This is something I've learned. Um, clubs, because well, clubs, but it's also like you know what? Stay like I was. My main reason was like – well, Fairbanks – so he saw me doing all this weird stuff and he was like, oh, you should come to an open mic. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to do it again. And like we wound up hanging out and I was like kind of telling him some ideas I had and he's like, well, you know, I mean you should just write – like why don't you write like seven minutes worth of jokes Because he was going to Houston to feature for somebody and getting 600 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, wait, you're going to get 600 bucks just to go tell jokes for 20 minutes a night? Like, I'm funnier than you. (laughs) But, you know, that's what I was thinking in my head was like, well, wait, that's how much I make for loading fucking trucks at the the concert hall. Yeah. um, For like, you know, a week yeah that's you know i don't t- i'd probably take home 600 bucks for working 40 hours you know, i was getting like 14 15 bucks an hour and so.
1: it's a lot less it's more user-friendly to just write jokes and have a well, notebook so in your yeah, so pocket a white powder started
2: paying attention it was like oh okay so i like made up some jokes and it was still a little off the wall um but uh so then by by the time and i i do think um before going back to the stand up thing uh a lot of that cuz i do look back at some of this shit that i did cuz i did some fucking elaborate shit that i loved i got hair extensions one time just so i could have a mullet to go to an open mic where so nobody would recognize me like i had the whole a whole fucking thing going and um, where the whole thing ended, I still... tore off my pants, I had a big shit stain in the back of my underwear, like I painted it brown, Yeah, and I ran through the audience in my underwear with a shit stain, nobody knew what to think of me, I was this fucking like dumb guy, I had a broken nose, and these Oakley sunglasses, and you could see the bruises and patch, because I didn't want anyone to recognize, because I knew everyone yeah. I had these like teeth implants that didn't look weird, like they Shut weren't like bubba teeth, fuck but it like changed your face, and then the mullet. so like nobody, and I was wearing a like track suit with tearaway pants did all these really bad jokes but like people were scared because they're like this guy because the jokes were kind of like a little aggressive but because yeah. and I, and I, like you know I had a broken nose and I yeah. told a story about how I got my nose broke I forget what it was and then ultimately I don't think music played because that would have seemed too set up but I I told a joke and then tore off my pants, was wearing tidy whities with a big brown diarrhea stain in the back that I did with watercolors. (laughs) And uh, then I just go running through the crowd with a pair of scissors, cutting my mullet off and throwing it in people's drinks. And I just run out the door and run away. And they never see me again.
1: Shut the (laughs) uh, fuck up.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I was like – and there's tons. I mean I fucking have – I did a ton of shit when I was first starting, like that. But imagine, that's what, imagine I what you
1: can do now. Well, but with this, but it's now. about
2: sticking to your guns. I think because, like, instead of me going, "Well, I want to make six hundred dollars in Houston. What do I need to do? Write, write twenty minutes worth of jokes about diarrhea and my dick. Yeah. Done." And then that just turned into this thing where I'm like, "Okay, uh, this is what I'm doing now. This is easy. Okay, I achieved my goal. I make six hundred dollars. Now what? Yeah. And uh, but I do think like if I had instead of you know, just going, what do I need to do to go to clubs? If I had just been like, you know what? I'm going to go to L.A. and just fucking do this shit there. I, I mean, I, I do think I was a bit of a coward with it where I was like, I'll do whatever anybody wants. What do you want me to do?
1: No, it's not cowardly. It's, that, it's not cowardly at all. It's, but it wasn't it, but like
2: sticking because then you see guns, guys like, you know, guns, like your guns are
1: extremely exhausting. Yeah. Like to, to have to come up with things like that and, and not like, you know, it's like uh, – like, But you see guys like Brett Gelman and like, know, you know, know.
2: there's uh, – but just people who do like, like, you think know, who about are. Zach fuck-
1: when he did the orphan Annie dress. Yeah. The first four times, I bet it's fucking hilarious. After yeah. 20, you start going, it's a bit I do. And quite yeah. honestly, I wish that. It, you know, and it like- would be
2: impossible for me to tour too. Like, you know, I had keyboards and I would need a sound guy because I don't. Fake-
1: it's not impossible. And it's even more interesting if. Like I always wonder why, like someone like Comedy Central just doesn't come up with the with the Brendan Walsh project. Yeah, where you just do what oh, we've you had, do. Like, three or four uh, shit uh, deals that
2: have fallen through with that. shit. But it's
1: but you're but there's so many like your level of fucking with people mm-hmm. is beyond what anyone like I to the point where even I get. Do you look at Twitter
2: this weekend? Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I read it. And that to turned my into my fucking, full-time fucking job. I read it to my crew <laughs> in Jamaica. We're sitting in Jamaica, and that's I'm reading so your here. Twitter feed of of like guys. I said some really rough things All about over fucking Hansel Romeo and, and Juliet. Or <laughs> and, well, that's, and that's what I love about that shit is because
2: I'm sitting there. I Wait, hold on. Let call. me pre for anyone who
1: doesn't know, this is maybe my favorite trolling I've ever seen ever. <laughs> so you just made like. Three, I don't even know. Innocuous. I try to figure out innocuous <laughs> jokes. Uh, uh, jack Reacher? I'm Great, when jack- I see that, I'm going to Jack Reacher <laughs> for the remote and throw it at the TV.
2: <laughs> exactly, and it was like, uh, what was the one? The Last Stand, I was starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I just yeah. wrote The Last Stand. But what about the first and middle stands leading up to the last one? Yeah, tell us. No, or everybody's dying not to know. (laughs) So it was like a David Spade-ish, like Hollywood minute kind of roasting. Because this is how it all started. I don't know. I don't plan on this stuff. Like I was bored. I was kind of pissed. Like I, you know, because the not drinking does get challenging sometimes. Oh, don't! And uh, I was just in a shitty mood and was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the fucking like. uh, the Americana Mall. They got an 18 screen theater. I want to see what's playing. I'm going to, like, maybe go see two or three movies, like, sneak, go see a movie, yeah. sneak into another one. Because <laughs> it was one of those days when I was You're like, 40, yeah, <laughs> Dude, you know me and Neil Mahoney, <laughs> director guy? He fucking, one night I was doing a show there was a really cute girl there. Yeah. And, like, I'm half joking with him, but I'm like, hey, fucking go tell that girl I like her or whatever. And uh, just kept making jokes about, like, oh, it's like, just, it's, uh, I don't know, like, tell her. He's like Joe, go like talk to that girl. <laughs> yeah, and like Neil's like he's like.
1: You're fucking like 40. Yeah. Like, just talk to her. Like, what, what the fuck is but, it? But it's, it's you get a license to be a fucking child when you're yeah. a comic. And you get to fucking play ridiculous games oh. that make only you laugh. <laughs> it's like my What Will the Maid Think installation. Oh, that dude, I, did. I love that shit. Like, I fucking get excited and I go and I sit in a room and I'm in my underwear and I'm making, yeah. I'm in Jamaica trying to make a big joint with smoke coming out of it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm fucking 40. Yeah, I yeah. have two children that depend <laughs> on me and I am not doing it's anything great, today. Though. So, wait. So, so I was, was going to
2: go to the movies and i and and yeah sneak, just you, by the way everyone
1: this day. was maybe the the biggest thing to go down on twitter this weekend it,
2: <laughs> that's what the meeting that, that i had today was just most of us talking about that i'm just like i don't know like i don't i don't plan on doing this shit like i wanted to see to movies
1: inspiration
2: well it was you know what it is it it's not even like I don't even know how where it comes from, but I went. It shows to the fuck up. Go, uh, yeah. It just well, it's just something that naturally, you know, it's like feeding into uh, it, like because the responses start feeding into it. I'm like, oh wait a minute, something's going on here. Yeah, because th- this is the whole way it started was I want to go have a movie. I'm going to eat a pot cookie, go see a movie, maybe sneak into another one, maybe even sneak into a third one. Like it was one of those days where I'm like, I'm not turning my phone on. I want to sit in a dark room and just see some movies. And I look, every fucking movie that's playing is shit. I'm yeah. like, I don't even remotely want to see any of these motherfucking movies. So then I just go on Twitter and I start listing them because then I go on Rotten Tomatoes and look at their ratings and they're all like Hansel and Gretel 17%, some other one 23%. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so then I start tweeting these things and I look, um, I looked at Hansel and Gretel's IMDb. And saw Will Farrell's one of the producers of of Hansel and Gretel. Really? And Adam McKay. I don't know. It must yeah. be something with a production company. But then I was thinking like, I was like, and I didn't say anything bad, but I was like, oh wow, Will Farrell. I mean it's crazy. You never know who's involved with this stuff. And I have the IMDB page up and I see the director's name and he's got like a – he's like a Norwegian guy or something. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, that's a funny name. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna tell him that the guy from Hansel and Kretel called me to yell at me for tweeting about his movie. So then I do this whole backpedal like twenty pages of apology. That was the best. That was the best.
1: That was the best. The best was continued, 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 continued. Yeah, yeah, there were nine of them. Continued, continued, yeah, yeah, continued. Yeah. Which made me so excited. I've never, I've never hit a tweet yeah. and started scrolling quicker to get to the first one. Or, yeah, wait, yeah. Where does it start? Where does it start? We were sitting eating breakfast in Jamaica, the whole crew, and I went, because I what happened is I actually accidentally somehow signed up for Tom Segura's... Every time he tweets, it hits my phone. Okay. Fucking, it's the dumbest... It's great. How it's, did that happen? I have no fucking clue, and I can't turn it off. So every time he fucking tweets, it anything? comes up... Anything? Oh, I you should have told right me now, that. You ready you for this? You. Watch this. this. I guarantee you I have Tom Segura tweets on my phone right <laughs> here. noises were? god damn it take a look <laughs> is that what it fucking is fucking tom segura ah. it all come up on my fucking phone tom segura You just gotta a block portrait him. of rogan's studio huh. yeah i should block tom <laughs> so 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 i go so i go and i see toms is like uh-huh. uh not cool yeah, Bro- yeah. comedian code <laughs> yeah yeah and, and and i only know this because that one time i sent you you said, hey, ladies, send me some twi- pictures of your, of your boobs. Uh, and I read it and thought it said boots. Uh, and I went, that's odd. And so I took a picture of my boots and then sent it. And as I sent it, I went, oh, it said boobs. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I sent it anyway, right? Yeah. So I sent it. And then you were like fucking lay off, Kreischer. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that is the greatest feeling in the world. Because yeah. I know you're joking, mm-hmm. you know, but no one else does. It's the best.
2: And, the and when you can find somebody who knows how to play along, yes, it's just the giddiest, like, uh, oh, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I tell you what I almost tweeted? What? I was sitting on the toilet taking a shit as I caught it, right? Uh-huh. I caught rocks, I'm, I'm working out, and it's going
0: ding, ding, yeah, ding,
1: yeah. ding, ding because everything's coming up segura and i read it and i was like and i was gonna write uh wtf dot 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 just got a text from robin williams about unfollowing brendan wall <laughs> what's going on in the states <laughs> but then i was like that's too far like yeah, no, yeah. it is a very nuanced thing and you i actually gotta be
2: good at it uh i fucking went ape shit on a guy on uh it's another comic Actually, we will talk about it off the thing because i really? still have to do uh Damage not, No, not that. I stand by everything I said to him, but it was the most uncouth. Well, well, I I have a reputation with some people here and there where I do just fucking... I can only be pushed so far if somebody's fucking doing something stupid and then like I'll explode at them. Really? And say shit that I can't Is there take there any way back. you
1: can kind of hint to what you're talking about?
2: Uh don't say anything you don't want to say, but like, yeah, I don't because I don't want to feed into any other fucking
1: speculation about of other, the other real things. drama you uh, actually get into through Twitter.
2: Well, people love drama, which is a thing on t- with this Twitter. That's why, st- th- with the handsome girl thing, like, the, and the people like said, I'm still t- today. Like, there's probably tweets in my phone of like. Hey man, like, you know, we're all with you. What's going Like, you know, hang in there. And it's like, Ugh. dude, fucking just scroll down. It's an it's absurd thing. Like, there's no way this is real. But if you're going to buy into the fact that, like, my agents dropped me, that was my favorite. <laughs> and I'm that, was my favorite.
1: that was my favorite. <laughs> just oh, tweet God, my I'm agents. having a really bad day. Just got dropped by my agent. It just
2: uh, just one tweet. My fuck. agent's dropped me.
1: Yeah. I fucking <laughs> love that. It was such a great
2: – it's such a great – And like, it's like – and, it, and it, that consumed, like, number one, I'm supposed to be working on a couple things, which is yeah. if, you, if you walk into my apartment and it's immaculate – your first, the first question out of your mouth should be like, What should you be writing right yes. now? Because I start doing. Why can't. I just love fucking off. Whatever I'm supposed to be agents, doing, I'm
1: not doing that. Why can't agents and managers and and my publisher, who I love, mm-hmm. is fucking like losing his mind? Cause I, Are you was, supposed to
2: be writing a book? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And it's like, that's what this meeting about today was so I could get yelled at. <laughs>
1: why can't they appreciate that we're
0: extending our reach?
2: And I'm like. What, what am I, the first comedian who fucking missed a deadline? No, yeah. I haven't written a word for it. What yeah. are you
1: going to do? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> I got it today, and I was like – and I, I, I got the call today, and they were like, you know, this is – like, we are at crunch time. Like, do mm-hmm. you want to extend your book by another year? And I was like, no. And they're like, well, you need – and I was like, hold on. Am I the first person really to fucking yeah. – like – but then I was like – I was like, can't you see the other shit I'm doing? Like, um, yeah. like there's other – like, like. I'm, yes, I'm procrastinating, but I'm procrastinating in a creative way. Don't you see that? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I that – yeah. So, and I, that, so
2: that whole thing, the uh, that Twitter thing this weekend um, – That was so much fun to read.
1: Oh, it was so fun
2: to do. But then that just became – it's like this – I literally sat at that computer at my desk like I'm working. I felt like I was working. Oh, you were. Uh, but I was. I was having fun. But it really was like – from uh, whenever it started at like noon or two o'clock that afternoon until you know well into the evening, probably two uh, probably about twelve hours. I I just was there tweeting and replying yeah. and and you know just fucking just kept going with the the character it's and then woke like a up manic the next episode. day. It, it completely is woke up the next day. Went right to the computer before I even took a piss and you know to, and got. You know, and then I took a piss and was like, "All right," because you don't want to get too, you don't want to beat a dead horse or like yeah. get too crazy, and then try to. Either way, just the whole cat, like the whole that I love that shit where it just happens organically, yeah. and and in this town, they just it, it they just want to s- s- fucking co op that they saw lightning and recreate it, monetize it, and it's impossible. It's like you know, it's inspire like like with, with and it, it does bug me that i have this reputation as a prankster cuz it's like yeah, i did a couple but, things but it's not like i'm knocking on people's door and running away all day i'm not fucking sending people to house a dog what shit what it
1: is, is i not,
2: did that whole Foods thing. That and was that was funny like as it's fun. my it's the crowning jewel of anything i've ever done but the <laughs> fact it's it's like, it's nice that people are into it and it's like it achie- i achieved my goals and everybody loved it it got me some attention and i don't do any of this for attention although that's not do it, a bad thing yeah. in this town But then immediately I'm having all these meetings about prank show. How can we turn this into, okay, you do these billboards. You you do these other things. And I'm like, half the shit I do is illegal. You can't do it. You can't put it on TV. And the only reason I do it is because comedy, since I've been doing comedy as a profession, I don't fucking – nothing makes me laugh anymore because I'm looking (laughs) at everything with a critical eye. I fucking – you know. so I do this off the clock. To fucking for me, yeah. and now you motherfuckers <laughs> caught wind of it, and I'm, I I got to drive to Santa Monica to talk to some dumbass bitch who's a producer <laughs> trying to make some fucking dumb show uh, about like like uh, like punked, but like smarter. And it's but like,
1: here's the thing: you're not like like I did one thing that was my crowning jewel was mm-hmm. me getting my ass waxed on television. Uh, <laughs> the, it, it is to this day, it's the yeah. funniest thing I've ever done. I'll uh-huh. never beat it, but I've made a living off of it. Now, granted. If I had a nickel for every – because I did that and then I did the Hurt Bird thing where I fucking fought a bull or fought a bear, oh, yeah. fought a bull, swam with great white sharks. was an MMA st- guy, got choked out. Like I did that. Man, I was the opposite because I had kids and I needed to do it because I needed yeah. money. But I had a meeting for every time I thought I had a show where I just got a show. Mm-hmm. And then I got into the production room, first meeting, and they're like, so we got a guy who can get you out of the cage with great white sharks. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's all I am to these people. I mean, to the point – I swear to God when I say this – to the point where I remember getting the call for Bird the Conqueror and they were like – and I was like, what is this about? I don't – it's Travel Channel. I love Travel Channel. I can't wait to work with them. And the first fucking Skype, it was me and this guy Dan Adler and he's like, we got a helicopter. They can get you to jump out of it. And I'm like – I remember saying no. I was like, I've got to get the fuck away from this. Yeah, yeah. Because – but then I did Bird the Conqueror and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep saying yes until they fucking – until they stop bringing the offers, and yeah. now I'm at I'm at the point where I'm past the the guy that jumps out of the buildings, yeah. a little bit, not much, yeah. but a little bit. But it's like I know <laughs> what you feel when you're like you get stereotyped as this one thing. I was the guy, and I don't even like it. Like yeah. I just did it, and I did, and I screamed, and that's why I got the job. But I will say genuinely, as a as i a fr- I'll say fan of like when I hear your stories or when I mm. see your pranks or when you were tweeting to your son
2: of uh, Trevor well that's serious yeah, that's
1: stuff but that's so fucking those are so fucking like they're so like when i got your tweets this weekend on the thing through mm-hmm. tom I got so excited and I was like, oh, I got something to do today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a fun thing. So, you just got to, you got to, what you got to do is you just got to find, you got to become an executive producer of it, have ownership with it, and do yeah. whatever the fuck you want to do with it. And let them, you've got to find, you're never going to work in this business if you don't make other people money. That's rule number yeah. one. You're never going to fucking, the, you need to make uh, other people with bad ideas money. That is yeah. how this business works. Other
2: people with no ideas, too. Right. people who have never had a creative thought in their head. You got to make them a lot of
1: money. But, but, and, and, and there are a huge group of dudes, myself included, that think the way you see the world when it comes to fucking with people or fucking with your friends or fucking around or just screwing off yeah. is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I will, I will say that. So, like, don't ever, like, be afraid well, to do that shit. Cause oh, no, I'd be I'm not afraid. It.
2: It's my lifeblood. And, <laughs> but. Somebody else pointed this out to me because I was talking to um a couple other comedians about Twitter and uh as you leave 3 comedians in a room alone now under 10 minutes the conversation is going to turn to Twitter. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, there's like, you know, this one girl I know who's a comedian, this guy's harassing her. And she, female comedians have it so bad. I had no idea. Yeah. Like I know guys are disgusting, but if you're a fucking woman <laughs> even remotely near the public eye, be prepared for your Facebook to be, get clogged with guys in their fifties asking for pictures of your feet. That's like all these girls are really, dude. F- there's f- there's this thing called Wiki Feet. Foot finishes are big, really. Uh, yeah, dude. Every and
1: here I am just finding out, out about puffy. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. No, no. Move <laughs> on to the fucking feet when you when you get bored with that.
1: Uh, anyway, whatever. I like I like I, like to go I look with at, pretty feet. You know, I look if you Jen paint your Kirkman's toenails. Twitter thread. Yeah, Jen, Jen Kirkman. Yeah, and I. I just I go I can't imagine what it, I wouldn't even check my app. It's uh,
2: you know, and it is it's tough. Like there, but with Twitter, like the, this was the topic with me and these other two comics. One was a girl, and one was a guy, and you who's, the girl, know, who's, who's the guy doing? Can you tell me? Uh, I, I don't want to get into it. Um, but, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I and only, uh, no, I only uh, okay. Keep going. I won't say anything. Uh,
2: so it, it, the point was like because I've been thinking about it with twitter like you get these at replies like there are people like as soon as you tweet something before it's even said faved and then replied to by people which is yeah. great i love it that people are following yeah. me that closely but then there's there's some fucking assholes who like you know you go you do something really funny and then you get these replies of people who just don't get it and fucking or they're just like you know, oh yeah. Or why don't you take a plunger and stick it up your ass, Walsh? L O L. Diarrhea Army or whatever, and diary it's just arm. like, or I mean, you know what I yeah, mean? It's I just like dumb shit. People trying to play along, and then that bums me. Or like you, like me and a friend of mine are fucking around on Twitter, and then people start chiming in, that and happened, you're like, that and then it, it ruins the joke. It's like, eh, yeah. That sorry. happened with me
1: and you is that I saw people be like, like attack you, and I wanted to go. Hey, man, I'm fine with that
2: for a future reference. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> like whatever people like you if, seem to be. If it. we're having fun doing it, I yeah. don't care. If people say shit like and that's I'll send people direct messages like, are you cool with it? Like, because I don't that's not my goal is no. to have like, you know, especially with uh, our associations, you know, like with Rogan or Stanhope. Yeah. Fucking God bless the fans. But some of them are the fucking <laughs> ninth level meathead fucking retard shit bags. And it's like, great, keep coming to shows, you're not disruptive, whatever, but <laughs> yeah, you guys are I, fucking <laughs> retarded assholes who are just looking for a fight. They're just, like, sitting there in their basement on every message board waiting for somebody to say the wrong thing, to pile on. And, like, and so, like, I'll be joking around with a friend of mine, like, you know, like Chelsea Peretti or or, or Moshe or, or whatever, just one of my comedian friends. That where' maybe we're isn't necessarily in
1: that click
2: well we're just playing around yeah. on Twitter, like going back and forth, insulting each other, or whatever, and then people try to chime in and then they say something fucking shitty about one of my friends or they start shitting on. And then it's just like, you know, then you and your friend are like, Well, guess that's over. Thanks for killing our bit, you fucking dumb asshole. Yeah,
1: or, or it's like it's like, God forbid, I mean I know for a fact that like a negative comment rings so much heavier than a positive comment. It's I not can't even imagine. the
2: negative comment like it's not that I feel bad if somebody says like, Hey, you're fat and you're not funny or whatever. It's like fine, yeah, I, I know that about, already. Yeah. But uh but it's just when like when people and this is why I exploded at this guy this weekend because the um privately I exploded at him. Because these things, when I'm doing these, bring me fucking joy. Like that, I, it's joy. It's pure, yeah. unbridled joy. Yeah, which I never feel, even if I'm banging a fucking never been touched 18 year old supermodel on the road, which never happens. But <laughs> yeah. no, but even like you know, there's the, the 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 feeling of excitement and joy that I get when like me and a friend of mine are playing around or something like what yeah. I was doing this weekend. It's just – it never happens and it's, it's indescribable. And when somebody fucking throws a monkey wrench into that, I mean, I – it fucking uh, – it fucking makes me go bananas because yeah. then it's like, you know, you just stole my fucking joy. Like, and I get fucking so angry. And this is what we were talking about with the Twitter where it's like not just people shitting on you but people who just don't get it or people who chime in on every joke and it's a bummer. And and it's like, is it worth it? Like, yeah, Twitter's a great fucking tool. Like, Rob Delaney wouldn't be getting booked on an open mic if it weren't for Twitter. Uh, we love Rob. No, but I mean, I you know, I I never, now, never, he, he, Rob's a he, funny he, comedian. He always him, was. I follow him, and he's
1: fun But on his Twitter. career is
2: fucking Twitter yeah. related, one hundred percent. Like, he wouldn't be selling out the shows that he's doing, and that's he nothing against Rob and his.
1: Oh, <laughs> you are, like that's are, where my brain goes.
2: He's <laughs> selling out? Oh, Delaney's fucking killing it it's on
1: the road. Never, I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Rob's a I'm funny serious, guy. I'm sure he's hilarious. I just, funny yeah. guy.
2: Repeat customers. The last thing I need everything. to know
1: is the last thing I need. In my crawl is what's Rob Delaney up to these days. But the days? thing
2: <laughs> is that Twitter is a great tool for us, you yeah. know. Um, but is it worth the fact that like I could name probably five Twitter handles of people who I hate that I've never met. So is it worth having that shit in your head just so that I can get the word out that much easier about you know, my shows? The fact that I know that, like, this guy – like, I even know what they're going to tweet when I put a tweet out. And it's like, yeah. well, you can't block them. They're a fan. But they're a fucking dumb asshole who doesn't get it. And yeah. they've ruined my fucking day. And is it worth having – like, where's the balance? Is it, like, clogging my brain with stupid assholes' names who I don't like on Twitter – like is it should we just get rid of it is it is it it's, uh,
1: I'll tell you what I, it, I, this is um I only say this because recently I was out of the country for 14 days mm. and I couldn't use Twitter except for when oh, I was computer, at the hotel Yeah, when I was at the hotel my phone was that's when I'm up. in
2: Canada it's fucking I don't I don't use my data in Canada because it's yeah, expensive I
1: just use it at the, when I get to the hotel yeah. it just wifi's it and it starts loading it up yeah I'll tell you the two things that happens in that moment is well number one I don't get any of the at replies because my phone just doesn't work yeah, that way yeah, yeah. like I don't I don't read any of the negative yeah, things yeah. I just get the last five that were sent right and the other thing is I don't look at my phone all day and it yeah. it, it clearly definitely distinctly uh, swings my serotonin in the right direction yeah like I know for a fact I'm not. I'm not thinking about my phone. So, when you were talking about the joy it brings you when yeah. you get in those moments, like the joy when you get, when you tweet a funny joke or you get into a 20, funny, like when we were, I could tell you what bar I was sitting at when when you, I tweeted this picture of my boots. Yeah, yeah. And I remember excited to look at what your reply was. And yeah, then when yeah. I got your reply, I'd fucking like my heart would oh, dude, go, yeah. I think of my reply. Like, I remember my reply. One of your replies was like, um you're like we're gonna handle this when you get when you get back and i was like well just tell me the store you're paing at or the Uh. (laughs) store you're you're temping at and i'll stop by (laughs) and i got excited i remember i called sagura i was like but like like those moments that that bring you pure joy it's like it's like
2: it's like those random times well there it's what i not to cut you off but that was to finish the thought with the um like with the negative shit, or just you know, with the people that don't get it and that fucking bum you out. Oh, read Colin Twitter. timeline. Oh, dude, I love it. And, and that's Colin essentially Quinn what I was doing this weekend. Is the was,
1: definitive? I, I, he's wondered, the best. I he's the wonder. I wonder. He has defined making Americans lose their fucking minds. He's, he's just king. When, he's the king of trolling on but Twitter. He, t- I mean. He took it to a level that I would I could never I would never well, defend. And that's parents. why I they think. Just uh, <laughs> like, say what but, you want to say, but this is—he was brave. Yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, has, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He clearly just like takes his glasses off. Yeah, and goes, I won't be reading these for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, but that's what
2: I think. That's that might feed into. I mean, I've always liked doing that shit. Like you know, fucking with people. I yeah. wrote a whole book of letters to companies when I had a temp job in Austin just to fuck with people because yeah. it makes me happy. But the, to balance it out, like with those, like the Colin Quinn type trolls and like what happened this weekend where you're just confusing people and, and yeah. fucking with people hard. And some people like, I, I have a fucking heart, you know, like some people are yeah. tweeting to me where they're obviously really concerned, but I'm not going to tip my hat to them because they're going to fuck up the joke. Yeah. And, and you know what? Fuck you. Because you motherfuckers ruin my goddamn day so often. This is a pain. Like, fuck you. I'm doing what I want to do. Yes. And like, I hey, you're a nice lady. I'm glad that you were, you're worried about my mental well-being. I can't wait
1: till we get off this podcast and I get to tell you secrets. Oh, yeah. I'm dying to fucking talk about all the secrets right now. And I, I, know, I hate that right now people are like, just talk about it on the podcast, Bert. That's what these things are about. No, it's dude.
2: Not. everything's not public. Just because there's fucking podcasts. There's a lot people. of
1: non-public shit.
2: Yeah, man. We can't fucking air everything out. Well, that's and that's the yeah we have to have things for ourselves because once you get in this business you're selling yourself as a commodity number one and then every little aspect anytime you get any attention and i love my managers and i i I love my agents i don't know my agents well but i'm with a great agency and they are fucking great people and uh my managers are awesome i think i feel like you know it's like a, a little family over there but um uh, this industry, once you do something that gets people's attention slightly, like the Whole Foods thing or a Twitter thing, like, okay, you know, like, I'm surprised that I didn't get fucking a call this weekend from someone going, hey, uh, we got a, uh, there's a, uh, TBS is doing a Twitter based, uh, reality show they well, actually that would be i don't know i can't think of a good example but <laughs> but where it's like but like well like the whole foods thing where it's like a one-time thing you can't do that on tv and and the, the the amount of meetings that i went to for prank shows and stuff was unbelievable and it's just because like people like the the industry side of this business is just like oh what what he did something people paid attention look 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 Okay, let's get... Yeah, there's a way to make a buck off it. It's like, fuck you. This is for me. Like, can't, yeah. we have to have stuff for ourselves. And, like, every little, like... No matter who the most... Like, Louis C.K. or Doug Stanhope. Like, yeah, they're fucking the most honest guys on stage. Bill Burr. They're But they're not... Ta- like, they... Ha- you need to have your own shit. Everything's yeah. not a fucking show for you. Like, we're oh. not this special breed of people that are put on this planet to well, you're not,
1: you're not, a, you're not a machine. Like you're not, like, whoa, 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 whoa,
2: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the clock!
1: I, I like you're the machine. I'm the machine. I'm the machine. Uh <laughs> <I'm the machine. laughs> i am the machine you have no idea how weird that is when you're with your kids at a fucking mall and, so, and you hear two dudes
2: actually i do know how weird it is for me to be about it be at a mall with your kids <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking
1: weird as fuck <laughs> remember that time you said the cops <laughs> <laughs> these dudes yelled the machine yeah and i was like yeah and they're like yeah, shots and we're walking by Dave and busters and i'm like yeah, yeah yeah and they're like right now and then my ego my head goes can't let down these fans yeah I mean, yeah they it yeah. like if i had a moment with whatever guy i fucking thought was cool fuck i gotta end then my kids are like oh then we're gonna do the ferris wheel and i was like no nope, kids, kids. <laughs> Shot. i can always do the ferris wheel the Jaeger <laughs> shot in them so um but but uh so like yeah that's my yin, yin and yang my pull, push and pull the but I, the thing i was gonna say is that the what will the maid think i started doing and then got really big like really like like I can't even express how big it got. It got it got really big in the in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. in like uh, in like uh, like Finland. Finland, ice. What are the you know the little, Yeah, like that area. Yeah, it got yeah, Really big over there, and it exploded. And I started getting offers for a book deal. And I what, was like, what was it? The that... uh, what will the maid think? The where I fucked oh the that got
2: real big in in the Netherlands it got huge. Well, it should. I mean, it's it's brilliant. It it. Well, thank you. But the it, shit you can do with fucking towels and clothes. I but was, like, I mean, I I, I don't know huge. how you it pack was, on the road, mid- but it's like I, this is. I'm gonna, I'm going to Nashville this weekend. This is. I'm I'm uh, not going to wear it on the plane, but this I is had, all that's in my suitcase.
1: I had uh, wardrobe mm-hmm. for because oh, I, okay. I was doing TV at the time. Yeah, so I had a huge thing of fucking. Basically so wardrobe. a pair of jeans and just shoes, disposable or wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and and a lot of shit you'd use and it would get muddy and you couldn't yeah, use yeah, it yeah. the yeah. next one. They just throw them away. Yeah. So I was fucking with these hotel rooms and I was doing it. Originally, I did it for my crew. I, the first one I did was some spoon and some, you know, mm-hmm. and like I just did it and then I did another one and then I, I was doing it for my crew and I was taking pictures of my cameras and showing them when we got to the car mm-hmm. and it was Twitter when Twitter started blowing up and I started posting them on Twitter and then I posted like maybe like 10 and then Adam Richmond and I the guy from man vs. food mm-hmm. we started doing them back and forth he I he would do one and I would do oh, one okay and then and then uh and like I maybe had like 20 of them and I got and then it blew up in the Netherlands and, oh wow. uh or whatever Scandinavia okay. they blew up in Scandinavia and uh and they were like, you want to, we want to do a book deal. And I was like, that would be fucking great. Just the pictures of the – Just the pictures. Such a great – And then –
2: And so this is your book deal that you're procrastinating on? No.
1: no. Okay. Because so- that's <laughs> – Well, I'll let you finish. So I then – They get the offer and we have a conference mm-hmm. call with my – I forget. I want to say it was my agent then. Not my book agent now but my agent then. Or maybe I talked to my book agent now or another book agent at the same agency. And they were like, this is great. We really love this. And and like the Today Show got it and Good Morning America talk. Everyone oh, talked wow. about it. It got really, really big. And they were like, you know, we just need like 60 – if you could do like 60 more. And I was like, no. Like these are – like in a weird way, I was like – It's
2: inspiration. It's
1: inspiration. I can't tell you when inspiration shows up. Like if you want, I will get an eight ball and go sit in a hotel room and see what happens. But, yeah, yeah. but they just show up. Like I can't tell you where they come from. Yeah. But from that, I then – Got the book deal because I got introduced to my now book agent. Mm. And then and then the machine story got very popular. Oh,
2: okay. So and you're doing date, like a straight up book book. Like you got to sit there and write stories
1: like the machine story and flying
2: That's a and, fucking tall order, man. You <sighs> you you're telling me.
1: 40,000 words as of today. That's how many you've written? Yeah. I just. Had what does this, that equal? Uh, like 140 pages.
2: That's good, man. You're okay. 140 right.
1: double spaced. Uh, size twelve in size, Cambria.
2: Twelve, go fifteen, motherfucker. <laughs> I like, do I, I sent it shit in fifteen.
1: Notice if I said it in fourteen <laughs> <laughs> I sent the titles of each chapter on it. It fucking fucking he's gonna lose his mind. <laughs> very, 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 very hot that yeah. day. <laughs> Yanev is really, he's the only guy that I met when we pitched books that said right. that didn't say you need a podcast. Yeah. Everyone, you go into pitch a book, and they'd be like, do you have a podcast? And I was like, no. And they're like, well, they're very successful with selling Great. books. Adam Carolla sold. And I went, no, he Adam sold because he's <laughs> fucking Adam Carolla. Yeah, yeah. Not because he has a podcast. Yeah. Let me tell you something.
2: Patrick Melton has a podcast. Name one thing Carolla did before his podcast. Yeah. See, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. No, that, that's – but that's, that's the crazy thing too with like – fucking off like that is what I like to do like I think there's not a specific thing I like to do like comedy
1: or painting or music or whatever
2: it's like whatever I'm not supposed to be doing that's what I like to do
1: here's what you should do you should get. They should. Ha- they. You should just get like say one hundred twenty five thousand dollars per episode, mm-hmm. and you get to do whatever you want with one hundred twenty five thousand yeah. dollars. And you have to know that your next. And you get to keep like a percentage, but your next yeah. one hundred twenty five thousand is dependent. I only said that people are like why that much? So much to talk. That's how much it, like it costs to make shit. Yeah. So, um, but and then your next project is dependent. It should be like the Chappelle Show, but just mm-hmm. whatever you want to do. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, because I think that whatever you'll come up with. And I only say this as someone that has known of you for fucking 10 years. Yeah. It's going to be fucking interesting. Yeah. I'm dying to talk no, about fucking...
2: No, we working... Like, you know, there there are things in the work. I, I am confident that... Um,
1: Do you think you'll be famous?
2: I, you know what? Like, fame... I don't know about, like...
1: I What is that? You know, like, yeah, people stopping me for pictures in the airport. No, no, just... No, this is my definition of fame. Noticing that you're getting recognized walking around the grocery store.
2: Yeah, I mean... I don't. You know what? At this point,
1: two questions: right. Do you want that, and do you? And be honest. Don't don't just go. I mean, don't just go no because that's pretty much what. That's everyone like the do. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Do you want that, and do you want, and and do and do you think it is still achievable? Oh, it's definitely achievable. Yes, I mean that's like without a question. Like, but do you see that yeah. as like something that you go?
2: I think that's well, but happen. that's not a motivating goal, you know. Like, if that's one of your goals, like uh, if you're like, I, I just want to walk into a club and everybody knows who the fuck I am. Yeah. Well, what do you want to be famous
1: for? Oh, I don't care, whatever. You well, know? it's a motivating goal in the sense that, that the once the second, yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. I, you know, I don't don't it's like fame not a goal. but Like, yeah. of course,
2: it's a necessary byproduct. Like, you can't be a successful stand-up comedian and be anonymous. You know yeah. what I mean? So. I guess yeah. It, to a certain extent, uh, of course. Like you know, I would like to get to a point where you know, if I could just sell out a, f- a 500 seat theater
1: in 30 cities, 35 cities. That's fucking, you're gonna be. By the way, you'll be very famous. Yeah. Well, well I don't know. Maybe but but Bill, no, that's not, not even a huge.
2: That. Like you know, Bill does bigger places now. But that's like about Paul F. Tompkins size fame,
1: maybe. Paul F. Tompkins does that. I mean, well, he that started that I, uh, I I Tompkins him. 300. Do you hate him? No, I don't hate him, but we hate each other. Yeah, so I have to hate him because I know he hates me. Oh, really? So, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. That. He was a he. It was fucking so long ago. I can't. He definitely doesn't remember it. I'm sure. By oh, really? although, I, although back right, in his drinking days, he doesn't drink anymore. He's not. Uh, I, it was I don't know what his uh, deal. I think. Um, doesn't
2: matter. I think I'll have
1: a glass of wine every, but it's not. Yeah. He's not smoking, drinking, Paul. like he No, he. Be. It was definitely during his drinking days. <laughs> and we just had a run in where he just didn't want me on a show for whatever reason. It was awkward and it, it defined my relationship. Like a stand up show? Yeah. Uh, just like a Largo kind of thing. No, or something. improv. And they okay. put me on because I, they were not. I don't know. It was a long story. I was And he was that, just like, I don't want that man on my show. Uh, no, actually. He was. Um, I hate talking about it because I know it's going to start drama, but I hope it doesn't. I hope everyone just hears this as a story that happened like fucking seven years ago and realizes that that's what that was, yeah. or, or maybe now five years ago. Um, I was put on the show, and, then, and he was so cool, man, and I liked to stand-up. I really respected mm-hmm. him, and I was, and I'd just seen his half hour on Comedy Central, mm-hmm. and I had previously seen that one-man show he did on HBO, Oh, the I thought drinkers. was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I was like so pumped to be on a show with him and I, I, Jen Kirkman, Howard Kramer, Eddie Pepitone, all mm-hmm. people I respected. Yeah. And I watched and I was in awe. I was like – I was a young comic and I was so excited. Yeah. And I watched the whole thing and then – and and I did my set, which is obviously very different than what they mm-hmm. do. And, uh, and I got done and, and they were all cool to me like – I mean, to this day, if I see Howard Kramer, I hang out with him. He, I don't yeah, know. how but, yeah, but I mean, like, everybody's yeah. cool. And Eddie Pepper too. I too. Yeah. I, I, I hung out and I drank with him. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. And then I got there the next day. And Paul had marked my name off the list on a, in a magic marker. Like, he didn't want me on the show. And then yeah. they put up a new list because he had done that. And he did it again. And then kind of got in my face. He got in your face? Yeah. I got well, in my face. And was like, do you need money or something? And I was like, I was like, all right. And so I wrote him off in my head. I still have written them off pretty much. I mean, I I like not that I, not that I. What
2: do you mean, do you need money or something? Like, yeah, that's what? what he
1: said. Do you need money or something? Why do you need... Right, what improv? What,
2: eight bucks at the improv.
1: Seven bucks. Seven fifty. Yeah, yeah. So
2: I don't. It was just a bad like, fucking. He felt that you were like forcing yourself onto the show. Yeah, he or something?
1: thought he didn't realize at the club that Aaron had put me on the show because she didn't feel like the lineup was strong.
0: Well, they always the do that. Yeah.
2: They do the improv when you have your own night there. They give you can pick like three people, and they throw two other people yeah. on the show, whether you like it or not.
1: And he was he was very he was very condescending and very rude to me, and I mm. and I just, I was I was extremely hurt. Mm. Like I was because I had hung out with him the night before. Like I if mean, he had just blown me off the night before, I would have seen it coming. But, but we he was out. hanging out jovial, hanging and out jovial, fun. having drinks, talking. Yeah. We were talking about comedy. I was talking about yeah. how great his half hour was, and like Jen Kirkman to her defense, not that. Me and her had a falling out because of this, also because because I told this story and, and and I guess I didn't I don't whatever way I painted it I didn't paint it the right way for me to be friends with her. But we're totally fine now. We're yeah. totally fine now. But I will definitely say that this is so long ago. The fact that I'm bringing it up is pathetic. Mm. But no, it's not I, I'm, I I mean, I'm the one that brought it because I'm no. So yeah. So yeah. so my I paused about Philly, it too. Yeah, I know. Uh which I, ne- once again I I don't I can't imagine him coming from Philly, but man, the mm. craziest thing is like all Philly comics massively respect him. Dudes that do not do not do what he does mm. think he's fucking yeah. the tits. But I just it was just one thing in comedy and, and Well, that's a shitty
2: thing. You know, I mean, He was he was, he was distinctly and
1: he does not remember it this way. He remembers himself being very generous and he I can promise you he wasn't. He was like, "Do you need money or something? Like, why do you need these sets? Are you are you practicing for something?" And I was like, "No." They called me and asked me to the show, and he's like, "Well, you're not on it, okay?" I was told one thing, and then they put your name on there, and I'm just telling you, you're not what I asked for, and you're not on it. And I went, "Okay." And he goes, "All right." Like he was trying. You could tell him. You could see him trying to like at the end, kind of spin it like, "So we're cool, right?" But he was such a dick oh, that wow. I walked away and. I, the worst part is my parents were in town that weekend and I had given up hanging out with my parents and going out to dinner with them that night right. to go do this set because I was excited to fucking hang out with this dickhead. Because wow. I was like, I hung out with them last night. I was like, mom and dad, I can't, you guys go out to dinner with my kids and my wife. I'm going to go work. And I was, yeah, head, I was yeah. like, I'll get to hang out with Paul Tompkins again. Cause I looked up to him and he was a fucking douche up That's and down. The worst. And I was like, and I still kind of, I, I saw him in Anchorman the other day and I was like, and I was like, mm, funny yeah. part, but I can't laugh. Cause I, just no
2: once like, somebody fucking shits on you like that then it's uh please, it's tough man like yeah because it does it hurts it hurts it's like it's like, like your feelings are. Like, wow. Stanhope shit just on me bullied. one
1: time like so fucking aggressively <laughs> and i was in the room and i heard him doing it and i don't know if he knew i was in the room or not mm-hmm. but i think he knew i was in the room that's why he was doing it and i and it was funny, and the room was falling apart. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about just young guys who show up out of nowhere and don't have any chops, can't do stand up. And mm-hmm. and he was, but he was drinking, and I was like, I was like, whatever. And then, uh, and then I saw him after the show, and he acknowledged that I was there, but he acknowledged it in a way that he knew I was there before. Oh yeah. Like so, I almost was like, he's a stand up. He's allowed to do that. If I'm going to be a stand up, I have to do that. And then randomly one night, I sent him a fucking email fucking after all this money that i had made or success yeah. i had accrued or whatever i was just a road comic mm-hmm. in sacramento and i sent him an email saying i was in a bad spot and he replied back like a fucking friend mm-hmm. like man it's called the quickening let it happen yeah <laughs> just the less you care the more fun it is yeah like and it was and and i've since then i've established somewhat of a friendship with i, I mm-hmm. could go back and forth with them and uh but it's like, you know, I have tough skin. That's what my point was that I have yeah. tough skin. You can make fun of me. You can but, shit on me. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can fucking, and, 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 you know, obviously when I respect you, you get even that much more leeway. Yeah. But, but I, yeah, that thing with Paul Tompkins was fucking.
2: Yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, it's
1: unfortunate, but it happens.
2: It doesn't though. Really? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like when, how often have you seen shit like that go down? That's in the only your, time it's ever happened to me. But I mean, how many times have you seen someone do that to someone else? In what have you been doing comedy? Fifteen years or something yeah, now. Fifteen. So fourteen, fifteen. Maybe that incident. and What? Maybe twice. you yeah. saw. I
1: hope it. Ju- I guess it just defines your opinion of those people, and that's where you keep your friends close. I mean, I know that. Yeah. I mean, I think my my circle's got Well, I don't better. know if you saw
2: many people turn their back on me this weekend on Twitter. Really? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, Marin fucking uh, what? <laughs> no, it's the Twitter thing we were talking
1: about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Rob> <laughs> <the lady. laughs>
0: Well, I, mean, I, I got, fucking, got, I just got
1: trolled own. in my own fucking man <laughs> cave. Oh. So wait, now do you still hang out with Stanhope? Uh No, we don't hang
2: out. I mean, he... You know, I'm. we'll shoot the breeze on the phone.
1: He's always gone, occasionally. though. you on your own fucking and, uh, thing.
2: We kind of had a... When I moved out here... Uh,
1: you don't have to talk about almost don't want to Almost four years ago. Oh, no, no, it's okay, fine. No, yeah, we're yeah, totally yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, I mean, okay.
2: I was like... He... Uh, you know, he has a big Super Bowl party every year. He invited yeah. me. I was going to go, but I didn't work much this month. And, you know, with the laying off the sauce, it's like it's there's no way I'm not going to fucking drink yeah. if I'm out in this in the middle of the desert with a bunch of nuts. Um, and watching a game, I don't give a fuck about. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, we still. Yeah, we'll talk on the phone and stuff. Um, and I went and saw him at the comedy store and he made me go do a set. Uh, before him, yeah. um, we're still buddies, but it—it it definitely has like, I mean, it hasn't changed actually. But when I was moving out here four years ago, or is it four, two thousand nine? It's not even four years. It Feels like I've been here forever. You haven't even been on here four years. No, God, March first. Does 1st. seem like
1: you? I feel like you've been on um, ten. Yeah, like I feel like I've you've aged been 10 around years, for a like <laughs> the presidency.
2: But he, on the way out here, we—I stayed at his place because I drove from Austin. And his is like, it's kind of halfway between um, here and Austin. And went there to watch the Super Bowl, actually. It was early February when I started driving out. And and he was like, oh, come watch the Super Bowl and uh, hang out for for a while on your way to L.A. And then um, I still didn't have a place to live in L.A. I was going to stay on Tig's couch and, um, you know, just try and figure something out and he's like you know what i'm going to go on the road in a couple i'm going on the road like i'm um, whatever he was leaving in a few days and he was having this thing built on his property like this like sh- like something like this and yeah. um and he's like this fucking costing me a fortune he's like Do you, would you mind staying here for a couple weeks And taking care of the dogs and helping with that thing, and let me know if I'm getting ripped off because he knows I I used to be a car. I built a couple houses and stuff with my friends, and I, you know, I used to be a carpenter for for a while, so I know what I'm doing. And he's like, stick around, keep an eye, you know, let me know what you think of what's going on here. Take care of the dogs, you know, whatever. I'll give you like left a thousand dollars for me or something, and um, and then when he came back, we were like hanging out and drinking and shit, and I was gonna tell him. Um, it was, it was just a beautiful moment because we're in his kitchen, sitting at the table across from each other. And it's like something I've been wanting to bring up to him, but like felt fucking stupid. And, and he, it's the same time I was just like, yeah, you know, with the whole LA thing. And he's like, yeah, you know, I wanted to talk to you like Hannigan, Hennigan's his manager He yeah. takes care of everything. He's like, you know, I'm going to be all these uh, dates that we're doing. I'm going to, I'm just going to use local guys at all the gigs because they'll help promote and it's like you know really doug taking guys on the road with him cost him a fortune like everyone he just fucking like picks up every tab and you know he's a real generous guy but he but doug's not making rogan money or fucking anywhere near a successful comic salary i know he's doing well now but like but still you know i mean it's like you know Tosh wrote, like, I mean, they're yeah, no, they're, he's not selling yeah, he's, out
1: theaters, but he still, but he still has that, that, that cover that yeah. he's got to meet where he's like, I'm paying for openers. Well, meals, it's like, it's it, when he, his drinks.
2: manager's like, listen, you can't spend $70,000 a year on openers anymore, you know, yeah. like, cause, you know, it adds up hotel rooms, bar tabs, lunches, uh, fucking, and he always picks, you know, fucking losers to go on the road with them. So he's got to lend them a hundred bucks every now and then. Yeah. Um, And so he's like, yeah, we're going to use local guys. And I'm just like, thank God. Like, I was going to say the same thing. Like, I I was just going to be like, man, I love you. I love going out with you. But I'm moving to L.A. I kind of want to be there. Like, I don't want to be one of those guys who moves to L.A. and is on the road all the time. Yeah. And number two, I didn't get into, like, I mean, I fucking love Doug. I think he's the best guy out there. And uh, he's done amazing things for me um, off and on the clock. Yeah. but ultimately i didn't get into comedy to be somebody's opener for the rest of my life and it's and the, it got to the point where the association was like my i felt like my name and his name were just synonymous where it was just like oh wow she has stanhope like or yeah. you know like well, you don't or people wouldn't even see me and be like yeah. stanhope like not mistaking me for him but like yeah stanhope no. that's your part of that and, and he
1: doesn't want that for you either
2: no of course not he never so, into
1: this business t- so that he could have minions no like,
2: he wants to hang out with you know he just guys wants that to hang he has out fun cool with people. Yeah. you're
1: one of the cool people he hangs out with yeah. and he doesn't want you to be defined by his thumb like like that, that. well
2: and it was a, it was a perfect that it was like so like if every personal relationship was like that like there would be no stress in my life where it's just Not like, like oh we're on the same page like yeah. you know cuz i feel kind of weird like how do i bring up to my friend that like hey i don't know if you're going to ask me to do any of those dates but that's a fucking great i want to fucking you know i need i'm going to la and i want to pursue and, and just have him be like yeah you you're not coming on the road
1: <laughs> he's, yeah he he is uh i I've, I've always I, and it's
2: true you outgrow grow it too like i mean you know there's other guys like, this guy junior stopka that he's got out with him now
1: is fucking hilarious i saw I heard him talking about him on rogan's podcast yeah, i tried to look him up but i was like i was in a weird place where it was just phones probably not much about him online but i was looking for some stand up video
2: I'm sure there's some stuff. Yeah, he's a yeah. funny guy.
1: Fucking, it, 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 it seems like Doug kind of always has the you know stamp of approval of dudes that I get a kick out of.
2: Yeah, Doug likes having chaos around him all the time too, yeah. and it's like you know I think it's like it definitely is.
1: I listen to him and Todd fucking Tom Rhodes's podcast on mm-hmm. Tom Rhodes' radio yeah. once a fucking a month because oh, okay. it's just them on ambient drinking. Oh, and they do that every month. No, so? no, it's the exact same podcast. Oh, you listen <laughs> because it's them, and it's just Tom clearly not listening to Doug, yeah. and Doug clearly spilling his heart. Uh-huh. And at one point, Tom goes, Doug goes, Tom, I have no joy in life, and you hear Tom just take a sip of wine. And he goes, So, what do you think of my stand up? <laughs> It ends with them singing some Ricky Lee Jones song. Oh, yeah. and I got to
2: check that out.
1: Oh, it's my one of my. I've tried to get people to like. So I tried to get people to listen to it one time when on, when we did Ice House Chronicles, and everyone just made fun of me. But it's such brilliant fucking radio because yeah. it's like it's it's Doug's being very open, very yeah. candid about everything, and Tom is just hammered, and yeah. they tell these great stories back and forth. I love it. I listened to it once. I'll once check it month. out.
2: I really fell off with the podcast. I never listened to them. Before I moved here, I'd never listened to a podcast. Oh, dude, that's all I listened and to. And then, when I got here, pretty quickly, um, I mean, I wasn't here for very long. And then uh, Ackerman called to do the comedy Death Ray podcast.
1: I met that guy, and uh, I met that guy at UCB, mm-hmm. and had heard that name a million times, like yeah. one of those names. And he was so nice and unassuming. Oh, that, good. That I was like, I was like, wait, I, if I was Scott Ackerman, I'd be a cunt. Cause my his name is like like he's like one of the fucking top five godfathers of alternative comedy in a weird way.
2: But yeah, you so know a nice. lot of that is right place, right time. Not to knock fucking yeah. Ackerman. Um, I think I love Scotty's great guy. I'd be such it's an Eric but it's like you know if him. you uh,
1: yeah, I, but he, but like only because I'd be like, but who the you fuck is This guy, like I don't know, they, but not that I'm like that. What, anyway ever? Yeah. But I assume I I look for that behavior when i go he into might a place be to people.
2: but either way he you know he's like do you want to come in and do the podcast like, oh yeah great that sounds fun yeah and um and then i get in there and i realized like it was like me and kindler jerry minor i think and um you know, so obviously those guys had done a million things together mm-hmm. and um i had never heard the podcast and there are kind of like recurring things and and then i realized into it, i was like what the fuck I, I don't know what they're talking about like i yeah. felt like an idiot so I was like, all right, from now on, like before you go do a podcast, you go listen fucking to listen to a pod. couple. Yeah. I'm
1: not gonna spend that much time, but uh. I did that when I did Doug Loved Movies for the first time. Oh yeah. I was like I was like I like I had listened to it, but I hadn't like listened and paid attention yeah. to the bits. I just listened to guys I liked hearing on it and they did whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Yeah. And then and then I listened to one and I was like, Oh wait he plays games and shit? Yeah. And I had to learn the games and, I, and then I went on and I, I literally might have been his two worst appearances he's ever had. <laughs> Because I'm just it's well, me. he never
2: said anything about it. I've <laughs> talked to... well. He's told me a couple of them
1: that I that I went and checked out.
2: But either way, the point was like I went down this podcast rabbit hole for a while, really, just where I was like yeah. I was like you know kind of I started listening to uh, the um, the one I was just talking about um, Ackerman's thing every now and then, and then. Uh, Trusses, what? WTF? You know all that. Like, I, all that started coming out around that same time. Yeah, and so that was just like you know every time I flew, I'm fucking you know depending on how long the flight is, I'll listen to fucking a million podcasts. And then somewhere like recently, I just kind of stopped. I think I got so involved in mine. Not that it like consumes my life, but I feel like we go in there, have such a great time. We recorded one yesterday, and we went to the Price Is Right first. Yeah, I, you sent you texted me that I just left the prices right, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I thought maybe you'd see because I was tweeting pictures of us too. We went to the dollar store and bought matching outfits, and fucking me and two Shut three up. other guys, God, me and Randy Lidkey, the other yeah. uh, guy on the Bone Zone, Johnny Pemberton, who's uh, he's a comedian. You know Johnny? I, know, I he feel looks like very I young. Like, yeah, he's in Twenty One yeah. Jump Street. Did you see Twenty One
1: Jump Street? The movie? Yeah, I did. It's so funny. Yeah, I thought it took me... Oh, I was one of the blown away. Fucking movies. When, when they say, don't fucking worry about that, and they sit down in the fucking principal's office, and he goes, so which one of you guys is Johnny? And they look at each other, <laughs> and they're like, oh, we never <laughs> learned her name. Yeah. I laughed so what? hard that my wife had to hit me to stop laughing because my laugh was overwhelming the rooms, yeah, yeah. and no one could hear the next fucking shit, ju- yeah, yeah. and I could not... Hmm, I didn't pitch you for a joke. It jock. just was
2: like... Because so, I had heard about... Um, you know, how funny the movie was. And oh, I'm like, ah, I'm fucking, sure it's wait, funny for what it is. Johnny, he plays one of the high school kid. Uh, the main high school kid. The drug dealer? He's just like a blonde. I don't remember. No, he's like th- a group of like three There's of them. Three. Is he he's one like of the, the leader? No, wait. he's not a gay guy. He's got, oh, well, you know, I'll show cute. you a picture of him right now.
1: Oh, I'll tell you exactly. In his Price is Right outfit. Uh, yeah, that movie was fucking awesome. So me, Randy,
2: and Johnny, What's the Price is Right? I'm friends with uh, Drew Carey. So, uh, you know, we get... Um, that would have been such a name
1: drop if it was 1995. Drew's a great guy. Well, he's got some guys the a- on there, but... Oh, I know who he is. He's yeah, one yeah. of the nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. fucking love that guy. He was great.
2: That's, a, that's was the great. outfits we were wearing. Um, yeah,
1: Drew, Drew was a really sweet guy. When I started stand-up, he was doing those Thursday night improv nights. And I did one show. We're wearing the same outfit. Oh, that's fucking great. No, I'm doing, I'm touring with Drew every Drew's now a day. great guy. That's
2: who I'm going to Nashville with. He's great. He's so funny and so He's, generous. He He's was the so nice.
1: nicest guy. I, I did, when I first came out and I needed, I wasn't doing any stand up. I'd done TV and then gotten fired from everything. Mm-hmm. Not fired, but just everything got canceled. Yeah. Drew was doing Thursday night improvs and I hosted one night and then he was just like, hey, I like the guys. Let them do five every night that we do yeah. this. And he was always sweet as fuck. He's like, great. He's Super a great, great guy. guy. I so wasn't we, trying to shit on everyone that's going to hey, blow up on Twitter. I wasn't trying to shit fuck. on Drew Carey. But I don't in think 1995, he's lose that was one over. hell of a name drop. Yeah, yeah. I ran into him at a cheeseburger place with a writer. And the writer was like, there's Drew Carey. And we fucking got nervous. And he goes, cool. I know him. I'm going to go over and say hi. And Drew Carey rolled over and was like, hey, Mike. Yeah. And just a hey, really man. fucking nice guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's great. That's Yeah, so we were... You know, so
2: I, we didn't, like, go wait in line or anything. It was just, like, you know, his assistant. And set did up. you podcast out of there? Well, we all went there. and left. Randy had a friend in town. That's kind of what kicked it off. He was like, hey, yeah. do you think you want to go to the Price? Because I've been talking about it since me and Drew have gotten to know each other. I'm like, yeah. I I love The Price is Right. Genuinely, non-ironically, I've loved The Price is Right since really? I was three years old. I mean,
1: everyone, that's, like, a, a part it's of Americana in everyone's head. Yeah.
2: And so Randy's – and I – you know, but I was thinking, oh, man, I should probably save it. I don't want to bug him and be like every week like, hey, Drew, can I come again? Oh, the price is right. Oh, no, um, yeah. uh, And so I thought, oh, maybe I should save it for like a chick or something, you know. And uh, so – but – uh, which would have been a huge mistake because four <laughs> guys dressed the same. <laughs> oh, we're going to be all over the episode too. February 20th it airs. Everybody <laughs> fucking DVR The Price is Right. On your screen, on the right side of your screen, right on that aisle, there's four idiots wearing bright yellow t shirts with black and, uh, with black collars and a black and yellow baseball cap. Oh, that's and we hilarious. are fucking all over that show. Oh, that's we are all hilarious. over it. And between Drew acts like he walks out until he sees us and fucking just starts cracking up and then, like, goes on with the show. And during the commercial breaks, he, uh, you know, he talks to the audience and he comes over. He's like, "Oh, hey, uh, yeah, Brendan, how you doing?" Or whatever. And I'm like, "Oh, he's just tipping the hat that he knows me." Right? Away. I'm like, "Oh, wait, I'm wearing a
1: giant name tag." Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. it's like you do so have the name tag still.
2: We're gonna, we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna auction them off on e We're gonna auction I'm off auctioning uh, mine, Johnny's, and Randy's uh, shirt, hat, and the shirts still have the name tags on them. We need to buy. We want to start video broadcasting again. Yeah. Live streaming our video podcast. That's great. And we need some equipment and shit, so i'm gonna when it airs i'm gonna put the Where do you guys
1: do yours out of at randy's house now okay uh, and then the second question how's drew stand up these days it's great he's a funny guy yeah. um it's he's definitely is he is is he playing to the i'm assuming that a lot of prices right people are coming out to see him
2: the crowds are good you know it's yeah. hard to tell i mean there's He's not clean, so yeah, it's not the, like people when looking I saw for him, family. He
1: was aggressive. Yeah, he was like fucking hardcore. He's I was funny, like, you know. Fuck. It's hard.
2: I mean, he's he's a funny guy. He's a yeah. funny guy to the bone, you know, and like likes to have a good time. Um, Is he's he he's going to be touring. He's not a big drinker. He used to be, right? Priscilla. I don't know. Um, I, I think you know. I, I I think he had a reputation as a partier when he, he was like to. at then the height he had that of his. Heart attack, success. I think. Did he have a heart attack? Yeah,
1: he had a heart attack. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's um, when that's when I, when I when I was doing that hosting thing, he just had like a had like a stent put in or something.
2: Oh, fuck. Well, yeah.
1: I'm sure that'll calm you down.
2: He'll have, you know, like we we did a benefit in Aspen uh eh, like a month ago and after the show, yeah, we had like two drinks. Um yeah. but no, he's not a boozer. Uh but um Oh yeah. So anyway, yeah. Watch the price right on a twenty. We, it was funny because we made up this whole story that we uh, we worked at a, a, a gas a hot dog a gas station hot dog restaurant where <laughs> I don't try don't try to figure it out. <laughs> 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 so so we live in Temecula. And we all came down. We all work at the gas station. Oh, oh, for prices right Yeah, because the outfits. (laughs)
1: You and Drew? Oh, right. I'm sorry.
2: But he was talking. So, you know, because he talks to the crowd and he comes over and he starts talking to us. And I'm like, oh, we live in Temecula. We work at Rever's. It's a hot dog gas station, but like we focus on the hot dogs or whatever. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) it's just so much because the whole crowd, nobody knew what to make of us. Like, we're fucking just. And Drew's playing a lot. It was so fun. It was yeah. so fun. Because then he starts like making cracks. Like He's like, well, where are you from? And I like, free because I don't know. I'm like, oh, fuck. What's near? I haven't the thought Temecula? about that backstory yet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, just right outside of Temecula. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's I was weird. like, oh, I grew up. He's like, did you grow up in Temecula? I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, where'd you grow up? I was like, oh, uh I you know, look like right outside Temecula and, and then he's like, oh, so like meth, uh, meth dealers or whatever, you hang out with a lot of meth dealers, you live in a meth lab or whatever. And I was like, and I like stand up to the crowd. I'm like, boo, no, I was like, I come from a good home, Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> So it was like so we did that yesterday, and that's that's I thought maybe you would have seen on Twitter. That I wasn't lying because it does sound stupid.
1: No, I'm at the Prices Right.
2: I'll I go. thought I was like God. Yeah. Is,
1: is he working at the Prices Right?
2: <laughs> so we just went to fuck off and had a good time, and then went and did the podcast. Me and Randy and Johnny did
1: it, and it's it's such a good one because we just kind of kept talking about our fake
2: hot dog business.
1: <laughs> You're fucking the the one thing I will say about the Bone Zone is the logo is so fucking awesome.
2: That's uh. These fans did them. Um, uh, Don and Joe, How come, this guy, Don Pickton. many fucking fans
1: do goddamn artwork.
2: How come everyone, you ever feel like I'm that? I'm sure they listen to your shit. Um, I'll send you, uh, it's, uh, if you go to, he's at friend Oh, it prices. doesn't work if
1: I email them and go, hey, will you draw a logo for me?
2: Yeah, no, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to talk to him. I think that's just, a badass they like logo. I'll just say that's a badass. It logo. is a badass logo. I, see,
1: I always see that when I go up on Stitcher, Twitcher? Uh, St- oh, Stitcher, Stitcher, yeah, yeah. When I go on Stitcher and I see like you know all the things I listen to, is, it's the same family of right, people, yeah. and so it's it's always in there. I'm and it
2: always says it. if you like these, but you may also oh like these. the Bone Zone. You're like, no
1: thanks. No, I fuck Man,
2: I, He's I, been banished from the Death Squad family.
1: No bad. more Bone Zone. <laughs> oh good i was afraid this is a four-hour podcast it's, it's gotta be outside. like what time Just two hours okay it's not that bad all right do you,
2: do you post all do you, you do you edit these or anything or no, no? i don't edit unless yeah, yeah. there's
1: something you don't want me to sit, put in there but the fuck did i just just pop your couch <laughs> i broke a pen so uh so uh yeah i don't edit them if that's fine with you no no yeah yeah no it's it's fine with us yeah
2: we have so much fun doing that podcast so is oh, i, I want to
1: come do your podcast
2: yeah. Do you have people do it or is it We don't the we don't have guests usually but yeah. like Davey it's usually me Randy and Davey and it's basically just You know it's the same like the kind of joy that I get from the tweets where we you know we'll come up with some loose ideas like oh maybe we can talk about how like Randy got hit by a car yesterday or something like it's all yeah. f- like just fun goofy stuff and um and then we'll just start talking and things just grow and it just turns into something Yeah. And it's just so much fun. And then, like, you know, now I started listening to them, like, right after, you know, we do it. Like, now that we're doing it ourselves, Randy posts them that night. Like, yeah. when we are doing it over at the Ice House, you know, Red Band's got so many – it was literally taking weeks for yeah. our shit to get posted. Um, so now I'll go home and listen to them, and it cracks me up. So I'm like, well, is this g- is this that funny or is it no, just because no, I did I, it?
1: No, I listen I listen to my podcast. That really? sounds so horrible to say. But I do listen to my podcast. Sh- and like, I, I listen to the one bad. I just did with Pete Corrielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Mm-hmm. And Pete Corrielli is so unbridled in the sense that this, their podcast is very produced. Mm-hmm. And like mine is not, obviously. Yeah. I think well, we just walked in and I hit record and I was like, all right, you ready? Like there's no... It's what I know about you, what I, like, it's it's yeah. all the things I, like, it just should be a regular conversation. It's the only reason I love doing this podcast is, like, I don't normally get, you know, my wife has got the kids in the house, mm-hmm. she just let the dog out, obviously, but, like, they're allowing me time to kind of hang out with other dudes. Yeah. Because I'm, when I'm home, i got to be, like, daddy-on-do.
2: is a great, like, this is kind of a great loophole, too, for, you know... Fuck, yeah, I mean, I, I like...
1: Once a week. Because if allowed. these
2: microphones weren't in our hands, it would be like, fucking tell your fat, stupid friend to go home. She'd be, oh, she got Get be out in here, here and she's watch
1: Lay like, Miss, Honey, you're <laughs> leaving Sunday. The girls want to go out to fucking California. Yeah. Right now, she's going, guys. Don't, and I guarantee you, the girls will fucking stroll back here in five minutes and just yeah. be like knocking on the window, dad. Right. But but it's a, it's a weird loophole. And like I open a bottle of wine, drink it by myself. I'll blame half of it on you. Yeah, that's right. And I'll right. be like, mom, this is great. And then I'll go in. And I'll go, you guys want to go out to eat? And will be like, let's go to Johnny Rockets. Is that where you guys are going it. to eat? No, well, that's where the girls want to go. Ugh. I want to go to California. Don't let him eat that shit. California Pizza Kitchen.
2: Wow. You need yeah. to fucking get some better taste. Jack Black
1: goes there. <laughs> the same one. It's Jeff, yeah, Jeff, I see Jack Black there like fucking every time we go there. There are no good like local places around here though? Is it just malls Didn't and Leah shit? just texted me, dinner's ready in five. I guess we're not going out to eat. <laughs> uh, I guess we're eating here. No, everything around here is fucking...
2: Text her back, cool, Brendan's staying. He said he's really hungry. <laughs> so
1: funny. You were like no kids right as a joke and you came here and, and we were literally having a tea party for her, one of her american girl dolls i was like i go island when brendan walks in ask me if he wants to stay for the tea party and she was like um do i know him and i was like <laughs> yeah, hopefully not kids are fucking funny man like i
2: see al magical's kids a lot al's a like, pretty good fucking dad yeah, he loves having. Yeah, that's a family right there. Yeah. That's something to look at. Like he's uh, a good
1: dad, and he's like fucking resp- like he's a grown up. I am not. Yeah. That. He's been a grown up though for a long
2: time. He's he was a grown up when I first met him. How long do you know ago. now? He worked in Austin. Yeah, you know, it's it's over ten. It's about ten years. I mean, he's just like, like one know, of those first guys. He had a
1: guys. lot of. He had a lot of great like he toured with Hedberg with Chappelle. Yeah. Like you've toured with. The who like the who's who's of people. It is I, somebody brought. It's you, it Tom is, Zagura, uh, and Al Madrigal. Tom Segura. I don't know what people think of, what, like about that guy, uh-huh. but like he, everyone wants him with him. Really? Yeah, and I know him. I'm his friend. I yeah. barely fucking would want a small,
2: doses, small doses. Small doses. Definitely. Small doses. Small fat guy. Small doses. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's... No, but, like, he's toured with, like... <laughs> I'm going to tweet that, too. <laughs> the fat guy small dishes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like... I remember, like, he... Rogan took him to Australia. Russell Peters took him to London. Oh, wow. I mean, he tours with fucking everybody. And I go, who the fuck that. I like...
2: It's a weird... I guess it's flattering, like, you know, because I can bellyache about... Because, like, I haven't really made my night yet, or, you know, I don't know. I feel like I've been spinning my wheels for a few years here and there. And I, know, uh, dinner's I guess and that's buy. it. That's all she wrote.
1: <laughs> do you is there something you'd like to say? Dinner's ready. Dinner's ready. Okay. We're wrapping it up right now. Yeah. Do you want to come in and do a segment? No, that's okay. I'm on stove. Okay. Yeah, sorry. All right. <laughs> all right. We're we're wrapping it up right now. Okay. All right. The uh <laughs> Look at that dog is obsessed with her. Yeah, fucking it's obsessed. A
2: so wait, what were you saying real quick? Oh, just that, you know, I was kind of, uh, it came up that, you know, I was touring with Drew. Uh, or I'm not touring. But I mean, I'm doing a bunch of dates yeah. with him. I'm still doing my uh, stuff. BrendanWalsh.com has my tour dates on him. Get them while they're hot, because I don't fucking update that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's amazing how it's it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in uh, somewhere tomorrow. I should
1: probably put that on my site. <laughs> oh, I tweeted a bunch of tour dates today for uh, like when we wrap trip flip i'm hitting the road yeah and i tweeted him up there and they're like how come none of these are on your website and i was like oh shit I yeah God. you gotta get yeah. a guy or something i don't know fucking, I would love but an uh assistant. mark maron has an assistant um, yeah and he's doing the podcast in a couple weeks and i'm dying to ask him how much his assistant
2: costs you know what i think i'm gonna look into this once if i sell this uh this new show idea yeah. i think i'm gonna get an assistant and i'll just go to the colleges figure out how you can get yeah college credit like just have someone hang out with me and be like look i'm gonna sit around smoke cigarettes and make believe i'm writing a script you fucking take my dry cleaning i just
1: want someone to go bert i have these emails that are important we need to reply to what is your answer yeah just go oh yeah tell them that's cool yeah because just for me to like thumb out like uh, that sounds great can we do, you know, like it just, it takes too much. It doesn't take too much out of me, but it's just like, that's not my w- real wheelhouse of creativity. Yeah. It's not where my comfort zone lies. I'm just like, no, we don't, we don't want
2: to do that shit. Bills and insurance and stuff. Like I,
1: this podcast today, I fucking went through, I was like, it started with you. Mm. Cause I was like, I was like, I, w- I want to have Brendan on like today. Cause I was like, I was like, I right, Brendan is someone I, I don't, I know that I can have a straight conversation mm-hmm. with. I won't ever have to worry about editing. Nothing yeah, about. Yeah. like I can just talk to him forever. I'll post that tonight because I'm a week behind on this. So I'm yeah. like, all right, great. And so I was like, Brendan. Then uh, Mac Faulkner is uh, from the, the Chive. You ever follow the Chive? I don't know the fucking Chive. Fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. my god. But it's 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 I fucking love it. It's an app that I just. It's a website too. But you can go to thechive.com. Com. Okay. It's just pictures of chicks with what did they just look hot funny picture oh it's you almost... know what
2: i got out of that i really? don't do that uh benson turned me on to um fuck pretty girls i like girls dale either way there were a bunch yeah. of uh twitter things you follow and they just post pictures of hot naked girls and it's, it's, not it's not like, even naked it's not even naked. it's uh, just sexy Okay, Sexy. even that shit. It's like you know what? There's enough. I uh, get enough of it. It's
1: good for me taking a shit. I get yeah. on. The, I get on my. First well, night you're I married guys. and stuff. Too. I go. What's the child like? So then I <laughs> hop on. Max coming in Friday. Allison Rosen from uh, Corolla's podcast. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Allison Rosen and I did her podcast. She's fucking one of the like most put together chicks I've ever yeah. hung out with. She's coming in, and then Marin, and then that's February. But mm-hmm. just booking this podcast is like I, f- I feel weird texting someone going, you know. Yeah. It's a reason that you're in a fucking good place with the bone zone is like, it's just the three of us. When we get together, we do. it Well, and
2: I think that's something to, um, you know, not pat ourselves on the back, but it's like, you know, all these comedy podcasts, it's like comedians sit around talking about serious shit most of the time. It's like, we just want to fuck around. I don't know. I think hopefully it separates us. We don't get a ton of listeners, but, um, or actually I don't even know how many listeners we get, but.
1: Oh, I'm fucking obsessed with that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What do you, what do you do?
2: I don't even know how to figure it out.
1: Um, I I I don't know what other people get, yeah. but I've heard other people talk, and it, it's 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 you do well. I do fine. Yeah, I do fine. But it's like it's not like my you get it's, sponsors to say no. I don't do yeah. advertisers. Yeah, I don't do advertisers. Cause I don't want, it like. Way. I mean, first of all, I've been approached by people that I've been like, no thanks. We see you. I don't want your wife to yell at you. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> okay, I'm the fucking king of my. Yeah, castle.
2: we'll see next time. You just get him. Just going to go in look in there and talk
1: about soccer practice. Yeah. Fucking, I'm the headliner. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'll text you. You can keep, we can keep texting each other under the <laughs> table. <laughs> oh, um, All right, we should wrap up. Brendan. man, I thank you so much for coming out and dude, doing this. Dude,
2: it's great to hang out. Um, like dude, you said, so we never see each other. Is
1: there anyone that you would, like, here's what I also like doing on this podcast, mm-hmm. is like if I'm home for like a Saturday when people are home, yeah. is there anyone you'd want to do the podcast with? That like they come in and like we'll just get a bunch of fucking whatever enjoyables that people need to have. Oh yeah, to, like, um, like like who who do you get down with?
2: Uh You know Duncan Trossel. Oh,
1: perfect, or- perfect, done. Have you had Duncan on before? Yeah, yeah no, oh, okay. but I've done Duncans a bunch. And, okay. And I keep trying to line up Duncan, and I love having a bunch of people in here because yeah. then I don't have to, have to do any work. Yeah,
2: me and Duncan or me and Randy from the Bone Zone Dude, or me and Johnny Pemberton. Or...
1: Let's let's do a Bone Zone episode where we bring in the whole Bone Zone. Okay. And we'll do it here, and we'll do a, like, you guys run it, and I'll just be a part of it. Okay. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um. Uh. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, is that her texting just, me one more time? Watch The Price is Right.
2: <laughs> on February 20th, for real. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: sorry. uh Wrap it up, big boy. Price is right on... There's uh, a... Star- they're starving children in Valley Village. Price <laughs> <laughs> uh, is right on the 20th. Uh,
2: BrendanWalsh.com. That's Brendan with an O, B-R-E-N-D-O-N. Walsh. Go to my tour dates. I'm in Nashville this weekend with Drew Carey. Next weekend, I'm at the Vancouver Festival following weekend i think i'm in florida you know, i just go look at my tour dates it's, and it's and updated through like may
1: more importantly if you want to enjoy twitter thoroughly <laughs> yeah at BrendanWalsh.com b-r-e-n-d-o-n and just be one of the people to enjoy it
2: yeah or just get some <laughs> dumb asshole who you hate to get them to follow me you know you know yeah
1: tortured send your somebody who just doesn't do it, it. Yeah.
0: Also on facebook guys this is the reason to enjoy twitter <laughs> all right brendan thank you thanks Bert.